Blog Talk Radio. Ten years ago, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire... request that we specifically leave it on. It is the LCS Hockey Radio Show, brought to you as always by BackpagePress.com and by the number one almost non-existent hockey site in all the land, LCSHockey.com? LCS. Seriously, leave it on. All right, Mike Dell. Are you there? Larry. Yeah. I'm here, Larry. The Donnas to kick off the show. Yeah, the Donnas. Yeah, I'm, I'm way into that song right now. I don't know why I've been listening to it for the last <laughs> really? few weeks. Yeah. I mean, I've always liked well, that song, uh, but, you, you know, when it was first popular, I loved it. And then you forget about it for a while, and then, I don't know, I came across uh, it, and I'm like, I've been listening to it a lot lately. It's a good punk song. It, it's way better than Taylor Swift. Um, so, I don't know if it's way better. It's good. Oh, it's way better, yeah. It's not way better. All right, Larry, so for the big show tonight, uh, our buddy Jajo Lee will be stopping by. Yes. To uh, t- talk some Big Brother and life in Canada, yeah. and maybe some dirt on Mike L. That'd be good. And then, yes. Yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, we watched Boop. the Gary Coleman movie. Yeah. Whatever, man. <laughs> the kid with the 200 IQ. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yep. I think it, it, it has one of the greatest, one of the greatest scenes in, in cinema history, I believe. I don't we'll get into that later. It definitely <laughs> does not. I think it does. All right, what else, Larry, uh, for the big show? Well, that's a lot. I mean, we have Mike Dell trivia in the bag. You know, it's it's yeah, in the holster. It's needed. But right. you know, come on, we don't need a three-hour show. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. We'll That's a lot. We'll uh, save it for next week. Uh, all right, do you have uh, Jolie's number handy? Uh, yeah, hold on. Let me... I'm doing the old cut and you're the, you're the official dialer of the phone yeah. numbers. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. She's up in Canada. There we go. You know, Canada, take they a little call longer. it. That's yeah. what Michael Scott called it, Canada. Well, hello. Jolie! <laughs> Hi. Welcome back to the LCS Hockey Radio Show. Larry's here with us. Say hello, Larry. What's up, Jolie? Oh, hello, Larry. How are you? I miss um, you. I always, I always want you to come on the show, but then I'm like, oh, man, she she probably hates it. 
No, I love it, especially <laughs> since we're going to talk about Big Brother. I love it even more. I miss you, too. Oh, uh, how sweet. See, I always yeah. figure we can't bother Jolie because she's out getting it done. But I guess because of the quarantine and everything and the COVID, you're probably at home more often. Uh, right? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Did you Good move? Time. Yeah. Oh, I did. I Are moved. You, yeah. Do you you Jolie live like moved. near a beach or something, it seems like? No. Um, yeah. I live in St. Thomas, Ontario, which is by a, a resort town, I guess. Um, uh-huh. Port Stanley has a beach. Okay. So. All right. I guess. <laughs> I hear I mean, St. Thomas, and I just think, like, Bahamas. Oh, it's got to be the Bahamas. <laughs> right? it I tell everybody, yeah, too, no. I'm like, I moved to St. Thomas, but not, like, the nice tropical one, the uh, one that Rachel McAdams is from. Oh, well, hey. That's, that's a, that's we're up to good. a good start, then. Yeah. That's better. Yeah. I'd rather go yeah. there. I mean, why not, right? Hell it's yeah. got a legacy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jolie, I'm looking at the uh, St. Thomas here on the Wikipedia. It says the uh, population about 38.9,000. Yep. It's big. (laughs) It's so big. big. How far away is that from where you used to live, minutes-wise? It is two and a half hours, maybe. Whoa, that's a big move. Uh Uh-huh. Or um, the way that my twin sister drives down the highway, an hour and 45 (laughs) minutes. (laughs) So. <laughs> Who's older? Um, me by five minutes. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. But in Thai Pretty culture, good. the baby who is inside the womb with mom longer is considered the oldest. Oh, facts. oh. Yeah, facts and education on the LCS Hockey Podcast. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I like cool. it, though. Right? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so, uh, now, did you move because wait. you were trying to get away from Mike L.? Um, yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. Okay. Yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm, and now that I'm I gone, mean, we're, here, so. we're in the United States. Yet I'm thinking about moving further south just to get away from my go. Yeah, I might go to Mexico <laughs> or maybe even like Bolivia. Yeah, I mean, n- n- no distance is far enough. <laughs> but it's it's not fair, it's not fair to shade him so harshly when he's not around to That's defend true. himself. <laughs> But, uh, about. You, you move, so now you're living with, uh, well, you're, you're going back to family, right? Like uh, your sister's yeah. there as well? Yeah, oh, my good. twin sister is here, and uh, I am with her, my brother-in-law, and their five-year-old daughter. Oh, well, that's sweet. Yeah, it's well, nice family. to be close to family again. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. is the twin sister, is your sister into, um, like, the comics and stuff, too? Um, you know what? She's more of a like a Harry Potter, Doctor Who, yeah, okay, like sci-fi. She she loves like those like romantic. Um, you know how Outlander is kind of like about time travel and yeah, uh, she's more like a Mists of Avalon. Okay, fantasy. She likes the fantasy and stuff. Yeah, she's yeah, in that. Okay. Well, she loves it all, but she's more into that. She's a big reader, so. Me too. Yeah, big reader. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Larry's the big reader. <laughs> I am yeah, watching Harry Potter. Warning labels, the occasional <laughs> list of ingredients. He Expiration reads a lot of dates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're reading but Harry you Potter. From Windsor, so. I'm watching Harry yeah, well, Potter yeah. right now. He, oh, he's yeah. never read yeah. anything. 
It's uh, I did start reading it. It's 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 terrible. I'm gonna be honest with you. I read the first <laughs> few chapters and it is not good. It is just not good. And I was like, no. I'm just gonna put the movie back on. Yeah, it's passable. It's for kids. It's like yeah, it's well, yeah, just whatever. True. Yeah. It is for kids. I keep forgetting. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Sorry. You were saying, Mike. Well, you you used to live in Windsor, correct? I did. And mm-hmm. That was a, that was a much larger city. Again, Larry. Uh, According to Wikipedia, two hundred thirty-three thousand in Windsor. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's big. Is that where the? Uh, isn't there like Windsor whiskey of some sort? Canadian whiskey, isn't there something like that? Yeah, Canadian club is from there. Oh, okay. As prominently featured on Mad Men, every time you see Donald Draper drinking. Oh. Oh. Yeah. oh. Nice. Canadian whiskey is very good. Yes, very good. it is tasty. Yeah. Super delish. Mm-hmm. So. You like, uh, of course, Windsor. You're also close to Detroit. You always used to sneak across the border and go to college. We did. And stuff. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there was just so much. There's honestly, uh, I mean, America has like uh, a history that's a couple hundred years older than even our confederation. So it's there's just there's more cultural history. There's more architectural history. There's just you know. There's there's a lot of stuff in in Detroit that I I love, especially the architecture. I really wasn't. I mean, I was going for the comics, but I was staying for like the food and the <laughs> uh, food. I miss it. I miss <laughs> it so bad. I mean, it only is it, it is only helped by the fact that the borders are closed. Yeah. So, yeah, or else I'd be over Great. there. I would never have moved. If the, uh, that was kind of the linchpin in all of this was the fact that the I was ne- I was probably never going to be in Chicago or Detroit anytime soon. So I was like, you know, this this will make it easier. <laughs> so what what American city do you live closest to now? Like the same, but just north? No, the closest American city. You know, I think I'm like kind of between. Buffalo, New York, which yeah. is across from Niagara Falls, right? That's Buffalo? Yes. And then, yeah, and then Detroit. I'm kind of in the middle. Yeah, that's kind yeah, of where Pittsburgh it, would be. Yeah. We're, be, we're between Buffalo and Detroit. Well, I'll, I'll be honest. I am I am looking at a map of Canada for the first time in a very long time. Yeah. <laughs> the place of winter in Detroit. And Larry, technically, we're like closer to Windsor than Detroit because Detroit is up above Windsor. It's right. Yeah. It's very weird. Yeah, yeah, it curls up and around. We're um, yeah, we I are. No idea. When Journey, when Journey sings of South Detroit, everyone in Windsor's like, you know, they're singing about Windsor. It's like, no, they're not <laughs> singing about Windsor. They're singing about the south part of Detroit. You are south of Detroit, but. It's a lovely thought. I get it, but no, Journey is not thinking about you. Yeah, it's like uh, it's pretty crazy. Like I never, Larry. I got to look at maps more often. I am. I have no idea about a map. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I honestly got down. What's a map? Well, yeah, exactly. I'm it so like confused. Around and that is wild, wild stuff. I know like four state capitals. Yeah, like Michigan, shaped like a mitten. What's that about? Yeah, what's what is Yeah, really about? when you look at it, Larry, we're not really that far from Windsor. Like no. Alright, now I gotta it's Google just on the map. Side of Lake Erie. 
No, you like, like I think... Jump across Lake Erie? You could get that. Like, in... in um, in university, we used to go to the Warhol Museum. Isn't that not in Pittsburgh? Yeah, that's in Pittsburgh, yep. Yeah, we would go there every year. I mean, I didn't go. Oh, oh okay. who knows? <laughs> I didn't go. Yeah, I couldn't be bothered, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I live like I live about 30 minutes yeah. from there, and I can't be bothered. <laughs> I, okay, do you know what? Can you get into that gift shop for me and find me this banana-shaped purse? Because mine got ruined by a cat, and I and I got it from it was it was a gift from within that Andy Warhol Museum gift shop, and I need another one. All right, I will make it. Yeah, I don't have an online. Oh, I didn't online. even I didn't even think about <laughs> yeah, that. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Never mind. You're off the hook, Larry. Well, we don't know if it's on there. Yeah, if it's not true, we'll, we'll make a little deal. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, man. I'll, yeah, I'll send. Yeah, I'll send you a DM if I uh, can't. If I can't hook myself up. All right. Yeah. I I'm just blown away by this whole map situation. Man. <laughs> right. Yeah, we're it's a wonder tonight. to behold. So much learning yeah, happening on this podcast tonight. Yes. High culture, geography. <laughs> Doing pretty good. It's so bad at geography. All right. Uh, so, Julie, are you settled in there in St. Thomas now? You feel is it feel feeling like home, or how long have you been there? Um, this will be this Tuesday. Will be the second week I will be have been here. Okay, and I, I am pretty settled in. I've got I've gotten myself a desk chair tonight, so oh, I'm in it for right. the long haul now. Is it the desk kind of desk where you have to assemble yourself? That's no, no, no. Yes. Okay. Nah, it was it was used. <laughs> uh, that's the way to go. Because assembling chairs. Larry, have you ever assembled a chair? Not a, not a pleasant task. Uh, no, I, yeah, I definitely have done that. I assembled uh, recently a coffee table and a TV stand, and that was also not that much fun. Oh, oh no! Congratulations. Yeah. I had to assemble and mount a, like a sixty-inch television. I never want to do that again. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I almost bought a big TV the other day, but then I didn't. Oh. Yeah. So well, that's a hell of a story. I don't know. I just was like, I, it's not like I need a TV, but I was like, man, we should get a 4K, you know, like get one of them 4K TVs. And I was going to buy one, and I was like, I don't know. When this one dies, maybe I will. Yeah. yeah. You never know. Yeah. So have you found a uh, comic book store in St. Thomas? Have I found who? A comic book store in St. Thomas? Um, there. Uh, hmm. There is a comic book store. I think it's called Submariner Tales. But I have not been there yet. Um, I do, however, go to London, which is very close to St. Thomas frequently. And I think I've made a new home there. It's a place called L.A. Mood. It's owned. It's actually owned by friends of mine, Gordon Carroll Mood. So, yeah, I've already relocated my comics file to them. <laughs> right. Very good. Oh, yeah. But I, well, that was, like, with, one of the first things I did. <laughs> well, what is it with Canada, London and St. Thomas? Like, they take names of better places and put them right in Canada to confuse people. They come to London. No, it's London, Canada. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah, right. And right around me, there's like 
I grew up in Zurich, Ontario, right down the <laughs> not right down the road, but like a an hour away was Paris, Ontario. Yeah, just not the best equivalent. Yeah, of course, I guess in Pennsylvania here, Larry, we have Intercourse, Pennsylvania, right? And, yeah, uh, we also have uh, Mars. Go to Mars, Pennsylvania. Oh, how many people live in Mars? Probably a lot. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty big. Yeah, yeah pretty big. Yeah. All right. Well, there's your geography lessons for the week. Um, uh, all right, so, uh, Jolie, you're still watching The Big Brother. You love The Big Brother. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, come on. One, <laughs> 1,625. <laughs> in, in All-Stars? Okay. I was wait, so wait, wait. Hold on a second. Larry, did you just give the population of Mars? Is that what you did? Yeah. Okay. Yes. How much? One, how big how is it? 1,625. <laughs> oh, shoot. That's like... Yeah, that's not... That's how you wrong. It sounds like I thought Mars was big, Mike Dow. I thought it was like a big place, but what the fuck do I know? Well, well Michigan Frank lives out near Mars, and I drove through it. It seems pretty big. You got a lot of like shopping centers and stuff, and uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah maybe it's just like anyway. serviced by a lot of the rural community. Plus, you can't yeah. live at a shopping center. No, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> All right, so Jolie, Big Brother. It was the All Star yeah. season, season I don't know, twenty three. Is that what that twenty three? I think it's twenty three. It is twenty three. It is in fact twenty three. Yeah, um, I'm. Now, I was so desperate for Big Brother because they had they canceled um, Big Brother Canada. In yeah. Oh god! It like they were like three evictions in, and then the pandemic hit, and they decided to send everyone home instead. I mean. Yeah, it probably would have been the safest place for them, but the cast and crew had to yeah. be sent home. I mean, so the without the pandemic, say. though, there would have been a Big Brother Canada. It's not like they gave up on Big Brother in Canada; just the pandemic put a halt to things. No, yeah. So I, um, they didn't, however, give up in Australia. So I watched Big Brother Australia, <laughs> and you really I do must, love Big Brother. <laughs> I must, uh, yes, I do. I must say. Big Brother Australia is a very good mix of, like, it's a, a mix of the strategic Canadian play and, like, the fun, sort of strategic, sort of predictable um, group of models who play in the in Big Brother <laughs> USA. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because, Larry, are, have you been back to watching it, or are you still? Um, I have not well. been watching it, no. I'm not. I, we bailed. Yeah. Well, well. well, maybe we'll bring in our our, uh, our buddies Jank and Tuffy if they're really the Big Brother. But um, <laughs> I think you bring up a good point though, uh, Jolie. Like America, it's all the casting is the big problem, right? Like they just bring in people oh. who want want to be on Instagram and stuff, and not who actually want to play the game. And, uh, yeah, I, it's, it's tough. It's super there's really like no going back now that social media has taken over the world because it's like everyone just wants to be famous. They don't care about playing the game. No, and it's just really funny too. Is that um, pretty soon they're gonna lose interest in Big Brother because I th feel like I'm the one of the last generations of like because my elder millennial status, I'm one of the last generations <laughs> who like watched it um, and will continue to watch it and is really excited about it and anyone who's younger than me doesn't give a shit about it. And, you know, they don't <laughs> dwell 
anyone younger than 25 doesn't dwell on Facebook where they seemingly have the majority of the advertising for anything nowadays. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's just, there's other, there's other important issues in the world than reality television competitive shows. Um, but Hey, I could be wrong. They might take this in another direction because there's not like big brother is a, a white, a quote white space. So it's not a place that the younger generation is going to really seek out. I don't no, think. No, they definitely don't. They absolutely don't. Because I know um, I work with a girl. She's like 22, and I remember bringing up Big Brother, and I don't even think she knew what the hell I was talking about. Oh, yeah. 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 See? Not a big surprise. Yeah. And I was like, it's been on forever, like your whole life. And she's like, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck you're saying, old guy. <laughs> yeah, you just keep watching Survivor, bud. Yeah, but um, no, Jolie though, do you agree that like it's not the same show anymore? At least the American version. I I never really got into Canada or Australia or any of the other ones. So, but say like after maybe around eleven, maybe around twelve, it it all started to change as far as like tone of the show went. Yeah, it did. Um, and apparently it has something to do with the way that they played uh, the head of household and when they introduced uh, things like Power of Veto. Yeah. Um, and then they had, uh, remember when America could vote on who was evicted? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was way better. I don't well, know. It, I don't, no, I don't I like don't it. It doesn't, because then it leaves no tension in the house. Because nobody cares at that point. Like it's like, well, it's out of my hands. What can I do? That's I like it better. True. At the same time, though, Larry, the counter to that though is, if you have America voting, then you can't get these big alliances where they just knock people off like a checklist. Like, all right, this person's going. This, one. you know, like know, there's very but... <laughs> little intrigue. I hear yeah, you. Yeah, I no. mean, if they could just switch it up a little, because that's the thing that happens now. Now you see it every single season, even and yep. especially in this latest All Stars. The moment people get into the house, they create like these six to eight people alliances, and yeah. there's like three six people alliances, and it's ridiculous. And it's <clears throat> and like you said, this happens every every season is the same thing. The, the people are interchangeable. It's all you know, eighty five to ninety percent white people, and then there's always the yeah. one token gay person, and then. There's one person of color on there. And then every season since, like, maybe, especially maybe 17, 18, it's all the same shit. It's all the same garbagey fucking Instagram, I'm a bartender, but I'm an aspiring actor kind of fucking assholes. That's all it is. Oh, yeah. And I'm so tired of that. And the age ranges as well have gotten, it's gotten smaller and smaller, like the window of ages. Like, it used to be you'd get people in their 50s, 60s, (laughs) and now it's like, oh, 25 to 35, basically. Like, even Jerry was, like, Jerry on season 10, he was in his 70s, I think. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And he made it, like, he made it till I think he finished third or fourth that season. I mean, he he lasted. That'll never happen anymore, because what happens now is anybody in their 40s or above, like, the young kids immediately vote them out. Like, well... Hey, listen, you know, I hate you, you hate me, your Instagram sucks and mine's better than yours, but let's at least get rid of the old fuck first. Like, okay. Oh, yeah. They go for those people immediately. Yes. It's so yeah. sad. Yeah, it's just it's a, it's a different show now. 
And then this season, I mean, listen, I understand. You guys, you guys were in a pinch. You had to do what you had to do. But let's be real. Like, there was only really like three or four all-stars in that house. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. know. Enzo, yes. Ian, yes. Nicole F., I guess. And uh, really, Nicole F. Ugh. Just because she, you know, she well, has she won. won the show only you know, because she, she won. She's yeah. a past winner yeah. and shit, you know. But I hate that girl. I would love to punch her nostrils round, but I can't, <laughs> I'm not allowed. I'm not allowed to do it. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't. Want, no. I don't like her. She's so like she's so awful. I hate her. Yeah. So we I would just like well, Janelle. Just... Oh yeah, yeah Janelle. Janelle. Oh, I forgot yeah, about Janelle and Janelle Kaser, for sure. Absolutely. Sure. Oh, Kaser, yeah. Kaser. Yeah. Kaser, I don't know. Kaser really Once an again, Kaser, he's very likable, but yet he, he always gets ousted pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah, he's never been past week four. But uh, I don't know about the all star. <laughs> like, he's never, never changed. Get out of there, Ziggy. <laughs> Do you know what I'm really surprised about though? It's freaking Memphis. Yeah. He makes competitions look easy, like butter. And I'm like, who is this magician? Because I, one, I hate him. He's kind of a dick. Oh, he's a very big dick. Yeah, and he, he but he just like, he waltzes into a competition and just wins. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't so like him disheartening. on the other season either. When he refused to be called a bartender, he was a mixologist. Oh, God. Yeah, it's like, oh, really, doctor? I, I didn't understand. I, I didn't know you had a degree in shit. <clears throat> Mixologist, you fucking douche. Yeah, I don't like Memphis. So you're also aware that this season there's an apparent um, alliance before the show started that Dan and Derek put together? Yeah, yeah I've heard about that. that, and it was super disappointing. Does that skew this season for you at all? Um, it does because um, they, the alliance that they put together, made it to the have made it to the final four. Okay, so like, who's co- left? I know Enzo is the head of household, and then there's um, Christmas. Yeah, so Memphis just got blindsided. Um, oh. So it's Christmas. Yeah, Christmas and uh, Memphis were on the block. Nicole is the HOH. She wins the veto, wants Memphis gone, but Cody and Enzo are allied with Memphis. They both vote Memphis out. Why? And keep Whoa. Christmas because they can win against Christmas oh, okay. in the jury, which is stupid because the entire jury hates Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's they're, a they're pretty cool. big move, though, in terms of game play. Oh, That's actually a pretty oh, big move. I was shocked. They were actually discussing one was going to vote out Christmas and one was going to vote out Memphis to destroy in a cold game because she would have to get blood on her hands by breaking the tie to his face. Yeah. But they ended up not doing it. They really just should have done it. I they should have just yes, they should have split the vote and made her do it. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Put the blood on her hands. Mm-hmm. But maybe they were scared she wouldn't do it then, like she chicken out. Corey. Mm-hmm. Oh hey, God, Corey. don't! No, no, <laughs> no. Hey, well, <laughs> why don't so if, uh, so I just check Enzo, the Big Brother Cody, out? Christmas, and Nicole F. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're the. Yeah. Now I, I, I saw like a little. The, oh. Well, let me like say this later. I checked the Big Brother Reddit thing today, and I guess they had a luxury comp, and uh, Nicole won ten thousand dollars. So nice. Yeah, I think. <laughs> somebody else might have won ten thousand dollars too. I saw somebody talking. Maybe yeah. David. Okay. Um, um, maybe earlier, but I mean, like, like today and this week. Um, okay. Like, oh. Calling somebody else. But oh, I, I saw this meme out. this morning on Twitter where, like, uh, it was like Enzo, like he got the head of household key or whatever. He's sitting in the HOH room, and then like there's a caption. It says like a quote saying like Enzo, and he's like, like we're down to the final four. I think it's too early to make a move, yo. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, yeah. it it's still a, too early for him. Yeah, yeah, it's too early to make a move. Yeah, that's always, like, I remember that. I was like, come on, Enzo. Like, you, you, even at the beginning of the season, like, I forget. I don't remember what the circumstances was. But they had an opportunity to take somebody out, like, big, and they didn't. And I was like, come on, man. Oh, they absolutely, they sh- one, they should have taken Memphis out when they could have. And then they should have taken Cody out. But yeah, for some reason, that. these motherfuckers are all stupid. <laughs> so who are you? Hmm? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Who who am I? Who who am I rooting for? Yeah, who are you rooting for at this point? Oh fuck! I was rooting for Davon, but she's gone. Um, <laughs> uh, at this point, <laughs> dude, it's so sad. At this point, I was rooting for freaking Memphis because. I started to respect his like his ability to win competitions against all of these other assholes who are playing dirty. But I can't. I I don't like any of them. I don't like Nicole F. I. Oh, no. Do you know what? Enzo. He's the the lesser of all the evil that's left. See, I I love <laughs> Enzo, but I can't comment on this season. I know on his first season, I loved Enzo. And I was even rooting for him early on. I was like, man, either Ian or Enzo for me. But uh, yeah, kind of. We got so bored with it. Yeah, it's true. He's playing a super safe game, um, but also he's just like one of those. He's one of those floaters that it's like, nah. If he, if you float to the end with Enzo because you think that the that the jury will reward you for playing a good game over Enzo. No, they're going to give the money to Enzo. You're stupid if you take him. Um, because he he threw a vote um, at the start of the game, and he didn't HOH, which I would have considered safe, but now looking back at it, he's like, nah, it's just not, it's just not my time to make this move. Yeah. I know the move that I should make, but it's dumb of me to be aggressive. Like, he he knew what he had to do, but rationalized it in the diary room, which I understand and respect. Most people are just dumb. But he's like, he's, he's like a trickster. He lays low until he needs, if he's needed. He, he's not dumb. He's just uh, timid, <laughs> cowardly. <laughs> you know, the, yeah. the whole thought process that I never can grasp is everybody's always like, well, it's too early to make a big move and shit. Like, Oh, I don't want to put a target on my back, but everybody has a target. There's only there's only so many rooms you guys can be in. You all look at each other all fucking day and think of reasons to get rid of you. Like, just make your moves. They're gonna kick you out anyways. Exactly. Like, if I were to nominate people, um, like if I was Nicole and I was nominating Christmas and Memphis, I'd be like, well, you put me on the block. Like, there's 
there's no there's no point in lying to anybody's face about yeah. why you do certain things because one you live with each other and two it's a game. If I think I, I it would be hilarious if people were more transparent with each other about why they make the moves that they do and if they rationalized out loud instead of scheming behind each other's backs I think it would make a way more interesting game. Yeah. Cuz there's actually at this point the way that the game has has been structured there's no point in scheming anymore. It is no, hundred. How it about is, this? Yeah, it is like a hundred percent certainty that someone will snitch on what you said. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, they could always be lying. And, but but what about this to get rid of? Because uh, I was trying to think of a way you can get rid of alliances. What if like every mm-hmm. night in the Big Brother house, production cut together clips. If any, if they catch anyone talking about it being in a uh, an alliance, and they just play the clips in the house from like 11 to 12 mm. night, every night. <laughs> so people can see so, everyone else talking about making alliances. You know? Yeah. That people so, just shut up about it, right? They want to do it as much. I totally agree with you. Um, that would be hilarious. And I, for one summer, tried out Big Brother UK. They actually, um, because there's like, there's less competition. You just vote for whoever you like the least in the house, and the people with the most votes get put on the block for um, the public to vote out, right? But the thing that they do, because there's less animosity and between them to create animosity, what they do is during like a luxury competition, they had this thing where um, they said, you have to answer this phone in order to win this luxury competition, and you have to listen Someone has to answer it all the time, and they have to listen to the full message. So um, it would ring at all times of the night. But the thing is, when you answered the phone, it was your fellow housemate talking about you. Like behind (laughs) your back, saying bullshit about you. And it got all of them riled up. Yeah. And they didn't have alliances because they didn't – there was no need to have alliances. They didn't vote. Um, they weren't responsible for people going home, but it was a good way to get people to hate each other without the whole alliance thing. Yeah, Larry, thought, uh, earlier yeah. When, jo- when Jolie was saying about America sending people home, like I was thinking right away about season one, right, where they just let America vote who they wanted to go home. Yeah. But the way she's saying it here with UK, if if the House guests vote for the two on the block and then America votes for who goes home, uh, would that work? <clears throat> it's better. Yeah. But I think uh I can't remember how I mean, many it worked season one. Yeah. I don't remember if America nominated two people and then decided between or if the house guests did that and oh. then America just picked. I can't remember. I think it was just everybody was eligible to be voted out, I think. Or, oh. Do you know what? You know what? You just said something that I think would be even cooler because – like, without having the studio audience, you don't hear the boos, right? So no one knows yeah. that Danny is widely hated. When she yeah. got voted out, the people in the house don't know this. The people in the house also don't know that Memphis is hated. But if America voted on the three people or the two people who were on the block and then made them vote out uh, based on America's vote, that would be hilarious if we got to vote. Yeah. Uh, for who gets to sit on the block. No veto, uh, nothing. And then they have to pick between the two people that America wants out. 
Huh. Then they, they, yeah, then they'd suffer because they're all friends in there. <laughs> a little evilness in there. A little yeah, it's a little Hunger Games for your cereal. <laughs> how about this? But without the bloodshed. How about another, how about another option? Every week oh. you add a deadly weapon to the house. Oh, all, all those rubber duckies that Paul is hoarding, they're full of knives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, let's see what happens. Uh, How would a gun change gameplay in the house? (laughs) I think it would make a. I think it would make a difference. Yeah, (laughs) they would incorporate secret rooms for sure. Way more secret rooms. Yeah. Um, So yeah, Big Brother twenty three. Four people left. Uh, Enzo seems to be Larry's pick. Uh, I guess Goalie, you're going Enzo now too. Do you know what? I'm rooting for Enzo. But it's going to be Cody, or no, it's going to be Cody. Yeah. Yeah. Because like no one's going to vote Cole to yeah. win again if she's a final two, right? Like there's no way. No. Plus she's annoying as fuck. Everyone hates her. <laughs> Corey. Corey. Oh. Oh. Oh God. <laughs> well, I guess Janelle says, like, I don't get it. She doesn't like me. Uh, <sighs> Shut up. Uh, did you ever see that clip that there was, like, uh, where she was rehearsing how she was going to be sad when Ian got voted out? Like, yep. uh, you know, she you saw that, like, where she was practicing her, um, you know. Her uh, crying? Yeah. Did you see all that? Oh, yeah. Well, because... Yeah. America's going to think I'm a monster if I don't cry when I vote my friend out. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I hate her. You stupid bitch. I hate her. I like Ian. Do you, know what, do you know what hurts me so much is that Ian, because they're friends outside of the house, Ian's like, no, it's whatever. It's like, no, Ian, it's not whatever. Yeah. Don't fucking let her do that to you. She played you, and you should be kind of mad about it. I think Ian's from Pittsburgh. Yeah? Really? I think. I think so. I think so. Uh, I don't know, maybe. I don't know. What do I know? Uh, um, but but yeah, I like Julie. I like hearing this passion in your voice about Big Brother. You love Big Brother. Yeah. yeah. I fucking love it. It's my jam. You yep. know how people, like, you know how people have, like, fantasy football and shit? I have Big yeah. Brother. Yeah. I, this, <laughs> uh, Julie, the wife and I, we used like we used to count down the days and shit. We'd be like, oh, you know, seven months from now, about five months from now, three. But now it's like, hey, Big Brother's on. It's like, yeah, fuck it, man. Let's just watch King of Queens again. Who gives a shit? <laughs> That's how I was, um, in and around like season fourteen and fifteen. Yeah. 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 I love like, that. Fourteen was great. Which one was? Which one was fourteen specifically? Uh, Brittany and Mike Boogie and Janelle were the coaches, and Dan. Oh, yeah. oh do you know what? I lied. That's when I came back. 14. Yeah, that season was great. Yeah. Um, I think who, that was 14. Who was the guy with the big red hair? Frank? Frank. Yeah. Remember his – okay, that's when um, – that's when you could have the HOH for the – for some reason, he was voted. Uh, he was on the block every fucking week. He was always fighting for his ass. Yeah. And he was always winning yeah. and getting off the block. That was the best. Yeah, he was yeah, good. Frank, Frank. That's, uh, 
son of a wrestler. Sid Vicious is a yeah. kid. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What yeah, do you, you know, know Sid Vicious? Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a well, kid. I recognize the name. Yeah. That's crazy. They didn't even mention it. Maybe yeah, it was crazy. Um, didn't notice. It's, uh, yeah, I just love Britney. You know, she was the best. Oh, yeah, that, that was... Uh, Did you ever watch Amazing Race? With Britney? Like, Britney and Janelle were an Amazing Race team. <laughs> they made it like real far. Team. They were so good. I love Britney. Why didn't they bring Britney back? Fuck. Oh, Larry. She's got a couple kids. Uh, I did see... I saw the Amazing Race season with Brendan and Rachel. Did you see that one? Oh, Yeah. Do you know what's really funny? She was on the same season that I'm talking about, but with her sister. Oh, she did it like Alyssa. Uh, yeah, with Alyssa. It was like a oh yeah, and Nicole and Vic did it too. Nicole F. It was Ew. like a season that were like they were like reality stars. I think I so did had, see that season as well with her sister. Yeah. Yeah, they had people from Big Brother, people from Survivor, and people from YouTube. Oh yes, I did see that season. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. it. Was, that was a good season. Oh, yeah. It was super fun. It was really fun to see Nicole wine around the world. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Larry, uh, season 14. Sorry, what? Season 14 also had your uh, beloved Cara, Larry. Oh, Cara, yeah. Cara Monica or whatever. She got she got ousted mm-hmm. early, that beautiful yeah. angel. Yeah. <laughs> so so many beautiful angels gone before their time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Um, is, is Jank on the line, Larry? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Let's see if he uh, has any Big Brother points he'd like to bring up. Now, Jolie, I don't know oh, if you yeah. have Kevin Jank, but you are a loyal flea market fantasy uh, listener, and, and he's been on a few times. Uh, yeah, because Julie, I heard you like to type out transcripts of flea market fantasy and then like reenact it with your friends. Is that true? I absolutely do. You've had yeah. to have done. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how long I should go on with that ruse, but yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah. So you, you probably, probably use like Kevin Google Jay. Speak. You wouldn't even have to type it anymore. You could just have it, you know, just translated for you, uh. transcribed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, you know what I learned today? I learned if you go to Google and you type in Wizard of Oz, like up on the like the right hand side of the screen, like these uh, you know the red ruby slippers appear, and then like when you when you when you hit on them, uh, Google spins around in a circle like a tornado, and then everything turns black and white, like all the pictures and stuff. And then there's like a tornado <laughs> there on the, and then when you hit that, it all spins around again like a tornado, and everything's back to normal. It's pretty cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's your fun fact of the day. Um, Jay. So is Jank here? Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> hey, Kevin Jenks. We're bringing you on without warning. But uh, you've been watching The Big Brother, correct? Yeah, yeah, I'm all caught up, sadly. <laughs> so what are, what, what are your thoughts about this uh, final foursome or what's been happening? Uh, I just want Nicole to go very soon. <laughs> Good. <laughs> she makes it to the final three, I'm going to be so angry. Oh, she will. We will be angry, oh, my God. friend. God. <laughs> There's no salvation from Michiganders. Ugh. She's the worst. You see, like, 
apparently after she won HOH, like she got a letter in her basket from Victor. And I guess she was all crying that he didn't say he was proud of her. And she went on for like hours, <laughs> basically about how, <laughs> bitching about how shitty the letter was. And like, all he says is he, he can't <laughs> wait to marry me. What am I going to do with that? Oh, God. <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> oh, Pray for I hope he, And I love how Cody's, yeah. Cody's clip the whole time was, man, like it essentially was him talking about how she's castrated him. Man, he had long hair and was shirtless all the time. What happened? Yeah. Exactly. What happened? God. <laughs> He used to be, like, partying all the time and shit. Like, now he's just living in Michigan, yeah. apparently. <laughs> right? He, he, she snatched him from Miami and scrubbed all of the spice out of his scotch bonnet. And now he's covered in flannel and denim. Yep. It's like letter case. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he could be getting yeah. it done Brutal. on Miami Beach and uh, all the clubs down in Florida. Not, nope. He's with Nicole up in Michigan. Yeah, that. I mean, come on, dude. You lived in Miami. Like, you know, Nicole's like a three down there, maybe a one. I don't know. <laughs> right. Nostrils. So nostrils take a couple points off, yeah. I hear you. Oh, but, you know, oh, like yeah. if you ever need, like, quarters for the bus, you could just shove them in there. You always know they're, <laughs> oh, they're ready. You'd always yeah. have a supply, at yeah. least $5. Yeah, you can at least get around town on a Saturday, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jank, Jank, who are you rooting for now? Are, are you on the Enzo in the Enzo camp as well, or anyone else? Oh yeah, I've been on the Enzo camp all season long. I still love Enzo. <laughs> yeah, I love Enzo too. He hasn't done a whole lot, but you know that's okay. At least he's not annoying. Like many I like how people. he just like I'm always I'm just gonna wear sunglasses always. Yeah, <laughs> and then going into competitions, he'd be like, you know, I gotta, I gotta try hard. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try hard, and then <laughs> he times out at a full 25 minutes. It's amazing. I love it. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> He's like, whatever. Well, he did promise he would win something this season, and he did follow through on that. So there's something. Exactly. Exactly. Do you know what? He's got an HOH under his belt. He's good. Yeah. Yeah. He's much. He's much more ripped than he was. When, however many, five, six, seven years ago when he was on. He's fit. Mm-hmm. He was not fit back then. No. Yeah. I guess no, now he's, he's got to work for it. That's what kids yeah. do to you, isn't it? They just suck the life out of your entire being. <laughs> they I, make that's what you I hear. Gaunt. They make he you gaunt and frail. He fit it into their mouths instead of getting it for himself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think those are yep. birds, James. <laughs> well, oh. you just baby bird them until you die. So. <laughs> oh. Good Lord. <laughs> it sounds like a terrible deal to me. What do I know? <laughs> so, yeah, overall, this season was garbage there, right? Fan or... Yeah, it, it's definitely not been great. <laughs> and especially the way they – the triple eviction was nice and all, but now there's just like a whole month left of like under, you know, five people in the house. It's just like, well, this is boring as hell. <laughs> Nothing's going on. There's not enough people here. Yeah, it's not even like it, – it, uh, they're just not even interesting. They're all from the same alliance. No. They're all under 28. They're all <laughs> white. Like, who cares? 
I don't care. <laughs> Actually, I care. And I'm, and I exclude Enzo from all of this. He, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> God. He's an angel. And I, like I don't remember, yeah, I don't remember Christmas being this whiny on her season, but I guess she kind of is. Yeah, she, like, yeah maybe we she liked Christmas at down first. Her foes broke. Hmm? We, we kind of like Christmas at first when that first season, her first time she's on. And then by like week three, we're like, oh, this lady's just nuts. I don't know. She was kind of crazy. Oh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. uh, and apparently she's got a rap sheet. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. What, ki- yeah. what kind of rapping <laughs> are we talking? Well, I, <laughs> I don't know. But someone was saying, like, um, like she has a record. And they I wouldn't think, have. Yeah. Oh, shit. I think what happened was it had something to do with an ex girlfriend of the husband or and she hit her car or something and like threatened her or something like that. Like she oh, hit yeah. her on yeah, like she wrecked into her and then like got out yeah. and like you better stay away from my man or whatever, whatever. Something yeah. to that effect. <laughs> that sounds right. That sounds yeah. Yeah, she's entirely got that, believable. She's got that crazy in the eyes, you know? You oh yeah. She's, she's got that like yeah. capable of some Carrie Underwood bullshit. She's a fucking parent. <laughs> Let's be realistic. Yeah. <laughs> but then I saw this week that the people are speculating that maybe her and Memphis had something going on in the house. Like, there's some weird scenes uh, where, like, they were kind of sitting on each other's laps, and you're like, oh, what's going on here? They couldn't exactly make whoa. it out, but it seemed like something was going yeah. on there. Whoa. Well, is, isn't Memphis married? Well, I, I don't think she is, but she definitely is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Wow. Yeah. She's going to have to run That's into the car. To threaten herself. Desperate, <laughs> desperate times, Jenny. Desperate measures. Yeah. <laughs> Just ask Princess Tuggy. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, hmm. uh, what, what else uh, Big Brother related, Jolie, would you like to discuss? Anything else happening? I see. Uh, Can we well, talk I check, about I check who the Reddit we wanted page. to be? Right? Can, um, we, can we talk about who we'd rather see on an All Stars than these fuckers? Oh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> 90% yeah. of the cast. <laughs> I, I said you this got, before, like a couple weeks back, but Julie, I said I wanted Amanda Zuckerman on. Remember Amanda? Oh, like, she was just kind of like, <laughs> she was just crazy. She caused trouble. She was Remember fucking her? that pizza boy. Yeah. 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 McCray. Oh, God. But she, She's you know, entertaining, though. Forget the McCray. She's entertaining. Super sad and pathetic, still. Even though they're, I think they're <laughs> broken up, yeah? Um, yeah. I have no idea. Jank confirms. Yep, um, I remember that. So who would you like to see? Who would I like to see? I'd like to see please Frank say Brittany, Please say Brittany. But Brittany, yeah, well, yeah, I, already, I already said Brittany <laughs> earlier. Yeah. I mean, if oh, it, yeah, how do you bring... How do you bring back Janelle and you don't bring Brittany? She must have said, like, no or something. Yeah. Yeah, like, like, like yeah. I said, she has kids. And, like, wasn't one of the kids not – didn't he have, like, a heart condition or something or some sort of something, condition? Yeah, and... Something was going on. That sounds right. Yeah, something was yeah. going on but, with the kid. I can't remember, but, yeah. Then I think her house burned down at one point. She lost her house in a oh, fire, oh. I think. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm pretty oh, sure. Yeah. Like years ago, like not recently, it was years ago, but I think it was even before the kid. But she's had some bad luck since she came out of the house. 
Oof. Maybe it's Christmas. That house Maybe never Christmas burned down. Burned. <laughs> um, yeah, but Frank's always yeah. Frank would always be a good guy because uh, he's always getting competitions, and he was inter- an entertaining fellow. That Frank, although he was on twice already, right? Wasn't he on a second season? Uh, he's been on before. Yep. Yeah. I don't think he was. That quite was the same time that uh, Davon and uh, Nicole came back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like when they climbed out of the suitcase. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He didn't. Did he climb out of a suitcase? I don't think. I think uh, so. Wow. <laughs> That's got to be a big, big suitcase. suitcase. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's and been a drive better than Batman Returns. I honestly thought that the whole time, because they always freaking do it. I was like, oh god, if Danny is on the show, fucking evil dick is somewhere. Uh. They're gonna, they're gonna do it. But apparently, he's gone on record and said he's never ever coming back. Damn. Well, I I just saw on Reddit today that uh, evil dick dropped. He dropped the N word during a live broadcast or something, and people are flipping out now. So. Oh shit! Oh yeah, he probably. I think it was. Yeah, I see. He said it was like this happened four or five years ago. He said something on his show, uh, and somebody found it, and he apologized, and he removed the video. I thought it just happened today. No, no. It's, you know, huh? hey, you can't ever have done anything in your life. There's a whole Chappelle yeah. bit about that. It's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But hmm. the, Jolie, you, think... you know, my other favorite was uh, Jen Johnson, who Evil Dick tormented, yeah. but I love Jen Johnson. <laughs> oh, really? Remember Jensa? Yeah. Oh, big fan. Huge fan. Um, sort of. He's the only one. Now, you, do you not like Evil Dick? <laughs> I love Evil Dick. Evil no, Dick's I love favorite. Evil Dick. Yeah, me too. All right, good. Yeah, he was like somebody that you were like, oh my God, this is exactly the kind of person that they put in the house for me to hate, but I want this dude to win so uh, bad. <laughs> he was asshole from the day one, basically, and... He just never apologized for being an asshole. I'm, I'm an asshole. Oh, Fuck yeah. you. I'm an asshole. And back then, they didn't have those like crazy, crazy endurance comps the way that they had now. But like, I just feel like if even if like if Evil Dick from ten, fifteen years ago did it, did these comps, he'd just be like the cockroach that wouldn't die. And he would. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love him. Mm-hmm. Who was that? Um, who was that guy with the long beard and the camo hat? He was like a couple seasons ago. He's an older guy. What is his name? Oh, oh Donnie. Donnie. Oh, no, Donnie. Yeah, he was yeah. fun. Donnie like was badass. Yeah. He was cool. And, like, like, wasn't he like a good dude? Like, like or was he yeah. shady or anything? Like, he seemed like a just like, like a genuinely nice kind of guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, super you know, nice. All right, all a little right. older. Yeah, yeah, I like that dude. Yeah, I remember that guy. He was cool. I don't think mm-hmm. he lasted very long, though, did he? Mm, no, he lasted at least a while. A season or so. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I thought it was a little yeah. earlier than that. All right. No, he definitely made it far. I, I just, would, yeah. I would like to see Marvin back. I love Marvin from Big Brother 5. I don't know. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I love Marvin. Huh. Do you remember him, uh, Jolie? He was a black dude with the the season with the twin, the twin twist. They had an oh, age, and he was like, 
And they all got into it. Like after the twins came into the house, Marvin was not happy with anything. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually re- just rewatched that season because um, it was Janelle and Kaser's season. <laughs> was it not? No, that was the next season. That was six. Sorry. That was Sorry. six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five had like, uh, uh, what were they called? The Jank, the Four Horsemen, or whatever. Is that what they called themselves? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Jace and okay. Scott and Jace. Cowboy and Drew. Oh my God, Cowboy! Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I yeah. Okay, <laughs> I remember. Sorry, it's all flooding back to me now. Yeah. And Marvin on there. <laughs> Marvin was he was awesome. Jenk, how far are you on that? Um, I'm probably about halfway. Okay. So far, I definitely I really like it. Now, have yeah. you got to the part where? Um, they got Cowboy in the diary room, and he's just pronouncing words incorrectly, and they're, like, they're putting, like, <laughs> yeah. this, like, the v- v- vinegar. Like, have you seen that scene yet? Like yeah. That. yeah. That was good, yep. yeah. And they're <laughs> like, what's your favorite movie? And he's just like, Shane. <laughs> Cause he, I can't remember. I can't remember what movie he couldn't pronounce. He kept trying yeah. to pronounce a, a, a one movie, and then he just couldn't do it, so he just went, Shane. <laughs> That's a good season though. I love that season. Yeah, what a ruthless guy. He evicted his sister. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. She yeah, was, was looking that, at that, that was recently, like what happened? Hmm? I was recently yeah. looking up like what happened with him and the sister, like after the show and stuff like that. And you just see like Cowboy was like arrested for child abuse at one point and you're like, Oh, oh like that kid he was Yikes. always talking about on the show. No. I guess he must have started beating him up at one point. You're like, oh no. Mm-hmm. Do you know who would who else would have been really cool to see is Cliff Hogg. He was good. <laughs> oh, I gotta look this guy. I remember that Doing name. The finger thing. Every time. Yeah. Finger guns. <laughs> and he was good at those marble games. Very guns. recent. I think that was last year. Yeah. He, apparently he was. He was on that. He was on the year that David uh, got eliminated. Oh Jesus! Do you know what? David was out of his depth, but yeah, good on him. Good on him. <laughs> Sometimes I'd be like, "Fuck you! What are you do? Do you know what I would take the money too? <laughs> if I were him, that is the smartest. Yeah. That is a hundred percent the smartest move he made all season. <laughs> he did have no chance of winning the thing, so he might as well. Right? Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> and like the OTAV is the game that you are able to game the most. Like, I don't know why people haven't picked up on the fact that you can just grab, like, go and grab everything and <laughs> stash it, stash it away. <sighs> sometimes they do, but yeah, sometimes nope, they just randomly forget that apparently. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, it does go by very smart. fast. Yeah. I would have been mad. I I was kind of I was kind of surprised that they had people like Tyler on, like Tyler and Bailey were in there. That didn't make sense to me. Like Bailey. in an All Stars. Yeah. Oh yeah. Bailey for sure. I mean Tyler Bailey. at least was like so close. High. He almost won. Yeah. Yeah, and like, uh, did Bailey? I can't remember how long she lasted. But not did she make it? She didn't, <laughs> yeah. she didn't make it to jury. I don't think. I don't. I no, she was wrong. probably week three or something. It was pretty early on. Yeah, and I feel like, I feel like, um, 
Memphis, the only reason why Memphis and Cody are in the house is because Derek and Dan said no. <laughs> Could you imagine <laughs> if Derek was in the house again? It would be amazing. Yeah. I hate that dude. Who, Derek? <laughs> I like yeah. Derek. Derek's great. I don't like Derek. Oh, yeah, Derek is terrible, but he was, like, one of the best players. Do you know he has another TV show? He has, like, where he does copy kind of things? No. Yeah, I don't I don't remember what it's called or what channel. I think it was on maybe I, Investigation Discovery. I don't know if you guys have the Discovery Channel in Canada. I don't know how that works. But, yeah, he had, like, a copy-style show, like a reality show where he's doing, like, I don't know, PI work or something like that with a, a partner. I never watched it because I, you know, not a fan of that dude. But the Undercover <laughs> Edge is that what oh, it's called? The book. No, that's his book. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, what TV show? Breaking Homicide. Maybe that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Sounds tough. <laughs> he investigates <laughs> decades-old cases and chases down new clues, providing fresh perspective. Oh, he's so As dead. much as, as fresh as that perspective can get from a former roadie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, have you seen, like, Reality death? TV star. Have I yeah. seen White? No, I, I'm, just, I'm just speculating oh, about Derek's life as a cop. <laughs> In Rhode Island. Yeah. Good Lord. I mean, is Rhode Island like the Danger Bay of America or something? I don't <laughs> think so. It's very... It's where all the drugs come in. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I never hear shit about Rhode Island. Nothing. Maine. Nothing. I never hear shit about any of those states. Yeah. Nope. Maine's just like, we're up here, man. Just... We're, <laughs> we're just here doing Rhode Island. Yeah, we're just yeah, we're just doing our thing. You do your thing, you son of a bitch. <laughs> do you guys listen to Nicole A's podcast? Uh no, okay. I have never. No, no I've never, never never heard it. No, me neither. And like it I wanted to be a friend of mine was like kinda heartbroken when she got the boop, I was like, I don't know, man. She's almost as bad as Nicole F in my books, like, in my head. She's not as annoying, <laughs> but it, she's annoying in a different way. Yes. Yeah. I can see that, like, yeah. Fuck her. I don't care about her either. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you put you... a bitch yeah, named Nicole in the Big Brother house, I will 200% not care about them. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, so no matter what. <laughs> They're out. Um, now, not not to change the Big Brother subject, but do you listen to podcasts? Are you a podcast listener of? Oh, who me? Yeah. Of course I. Yeah, of course. Okay. So... Are we are we segueing into promoting the podcast that we do with Mike Bell? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just no. asking. Like, I'm always looking for new podcasts to listen to. So, like, I, I like to hear what other people listen to, and maybe I could find something new to listen to. Oh, well, let me just, oh, I've been listening to Sibling Rivalry. That's a podcast with um, Monet Exchange. They're two drag queens. <laughs> and, All right. Uh, <laughs> right up your alley. Yeah. Larry's in already. <laughs> Do they talk about Taylor Swift or anything? 
<laughs> a little bit, but just it's all shade, so probably not in a good way. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I don't want to hear shade. Yeah, they're I'm they're kind of bitchy. Yeah. Okay. And then I listened to um, Minority Corner, which is a Maximum Fun Network podcast um, by, <clears throat> excuse me, a person of color named James Arthur. And then there's another podcast. Everyone listens to My Favorite Murder. I'm not even going to talk about those hoes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've listened to that, I've I listened that, to that podcast. I have definitely listened to that before. Yeah, I listen to. I've been listening to a conversation with by Dave uh, Phil DeFranco. Um, he had Mia Khalifa on there, and I just needed to hear what she had to say. Ah, uh, not Mia Khalifa, Washington Capitals super fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, she talked about like she talked about everything: stalkers, her plastic surgery, what her parents think about her, what her family thinks, freaking everything. I uh, <laughs> Washington Capitals super fan. <laughs> she she loves the Washington Capitals. She loves yeah. That's that's just a piece of the small puzzle that is Nikolifa. <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah, only piece Larry it, needs to see. Honestly, though, she it's true. Like she she's like the only porn star that had four videos and is just this gigantic superstar. <laughs> That is true. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. She it's like four videos? Yeah. Like I've seen legit. You've seen none of them? I've seen none of them. How? I, I, How I, don't, I, don't, I don't like her face. I don't like her. I don't oh. like her face. <laughs> You're not looking at their faces, Larry. I, no, I am. I, I need it. I need a good face. <laughs> okay. He still uses otherwise. his Sears catalog. Oh, <laughs> Larry's a face guy. I'm a face dude. Um, speaking okay. of catalogs, I got an Amazon toy catalog in the mail the other day. Like I felt like I was what? 11 years old again. Yeah, it was like a paper, you know, with the laminated sheets inside, page after page. Here's our Legos. Here's our Batmans. Oh. Here's the whatever, oh, wow. whatever. It was broke down. It was pretty cool. I I look no at it way. when I'm doing my business in the morning. Oh. Yeah. I thought I would get over that as an adult, but I am not over a toy catalog. I love it. I still, you know, you know, I had a Funko problem. I had to walk away from it. Thanks. Yeah. But think back to those days, Larry. What it was like for the mailmen, because they would you get these Sears catalogs or JC. Oh, I hear you. They were enormous. Bag, that bag had yeah. to weigh like seven hundred pounds all day. <laughs> It wasn't yeah, that thick. Like the worst. I mean, it was probably only, you know, maybe three quarters of an inch thick. It wasn't no six inch thick catalog. Yeah. But oh, when that catalog would come, I'd spend weeks going through that thing, looking at every page, circling, writing down page numbers. <laughs> hmm. It's that. just not the same when you're looking on the computer. No, it's really not. No. no. Now, even when they added that little heart button, it's like, nah, I forget about it. <laughs> yeah, I'll add nothing, it to a list that I'll never look at again. Right? <laughs> nothing like a good dog you. Oh, do you know what really sucks? When, when your mom recycled the stupid catalog, you weren't done with it. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that before we're, Christmas. That's no, yeah, no. if we're talking about broken memories here, Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, so the last podcast I'm going to recommend to Larry is All right. stuff, stuff you should know, but just because it's, you know, stuff you should know. Um. I'm trying right to think if I've street. listened to that. There, there might maybe it was stuff you missed in history. Maybe there's a I don't know, but stuff you know. I I've heard of that, and I think I follow them on Facebook. Do you oh. have a Facebook page. I don't know. So, you, so what do they talk about? Just like they talk about them? everything. I found them because I had um, heard about something called the Winchester Mystery House, and I googled it. And it took mm-hmm. me to their ep- their this podcast episode about the Winchester Mystery House, but it's just all like stuff you should know. So like one episode is called how stem cells work. Oh, one okay. is about how the TV rating systems work, which oh. is awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. how panic attacks work. What's a rogue wave? <laughs> I don't even know what these things are, but I'm interested. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. What is the Winchester Mystery House? Oh, shit. <laughs> it's a long story. Well, a terrible movie. <laughs> oh, it's that lady who, uh, well, she was like the heiress of the Winchester like, Oh, fire the one that just kept people, building right? rooms and rooms and rooms onto yeah. that house? Yeah. yeah oh, I thought... okay. I'm aware of this. Yeah. Oh, here it is. So you've been there? No. I just oh, heard... Okay. I I confused it with <laughs> the brothers in Supernatural. <laughs> the... Yeah. Okay. Sarah... <laughs> Sorry. The, the brothers in that show Supernatural called the Winchesters. So I thought in passing <laughs> that this mystery house, which is the house that you guys are talking about, that mansion with lots of rooms, that somehow this was based on, or the brothers in the show are based on this, like they were real people, and that's why I Googled it. So I don't really, yeah. I I have the, (laughs) speaking about dog earring, I have that podcast bookmark to listen to, but I actually don't know anything about this house. Other than (laughs) that it's in San Jose, California. Because like a catalog, um, you bookmark podcasts that you're going to listen to and just never get back to them. Yes, I definitely have those <laughs> for sure. So, Lee, so many. when you're looking through your little, uh, you know, your little earmarks there, uh, how many are flea market fantasy episodes do you have uh, pointed that you're going to listen to? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> like yeah. 25. <laughs> yeah, 27. <laughs> but you, you mentioned this uh, Supernatural show. Now, mm-hmm. this thing's been on for a long time, right? Like 12 years or something, right? Uh, I think like they're on like 15, season 22, like something crazy. Yeah, it's ending. Yeah. Now, now just, like, just like within the last year, I heard it mentioned for the first time in my life. And I found out it was on for like all those years. I'm like, what the f- – where have I been? I've never heard of this. Yeah, show. where have you been? I thought you were a TV never scholar, TV scholar. Yeah, from the 50s <laughs> and 60s. Not from well, uh, that's... nowadays on the WB or whatever the hell this is on. Yeah. Well, I'm like well, Supernatural's you... been on so long; it must have started in the '60s. Right. <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> <laughs> Way back in 1895. No, um, 
Yeah, well, that's the thing is that, again, you know how I told you my sister's more into, like, fan- well, it's fantasy realm and, like, like weirdo stuff, and I'm into the comics? She yeah. loves this show. A lot of she's people the one, love it. Yeah, she's the one that got me into it. And it's like, like, I'm one of it, those Netflix discoverers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, is this just kind of like X-Files for the millennials? <laughs> Not really. This is more like um, they solve mysteries. Okay, what's a good what's a good show where they lose their parent to time and they have to go traveling to find them? Um, finding me. No. Small wonder. Yeah. <laughs> Elf. Elf. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know that that old chestnut. Oh, okay. Uh, yes, of course. Yeah, that. Yeah. Stereotypical well, trope. Yeah, it's just there's just so much like spooky supernatural stuff that I never. I just never watched it because it scared me too badly. Oh, you don't like horror movies and spookies? Not then. Um, uh, what, 2000, yeah, yeah. 2015 would have been, would not, still not have been my year. Wait, 15 years ago would not, 2005. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I didn't go to school for numbers. So. Fuck numbers. <laughs> no. Well, yeah. well, as Mike L likes to say, it is Shocktober. You know, we're getting close to Halloween. Are oh, yeah. You, are you excited for Halloween? I am excited for Halloween every day of my life. I love Halloween. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Basic witch right here. <laughs> Basic witch. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Shocktober. Yeah. Uh, do you ever get tired of Mike Gale talking about Shocktober? Um, I do when he, when I, and this is partially my fault, but I logged into my Amazon Prime on his stupid TV, noticed that there were these, all these scary movies being purchased on my credit card. Oh, no. Uh Uh-oh. Like, I didn't buy The Witch. I've seen that movie. Uh, That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. And then I get a message. Hey, just just so you know. Yeah, it'd been a I little more awkward because of certain other kind of movies. You know, yeah, yeah. Do you, know, do you know what? He tricked me into watching Hereditary. Oh, that movie's so oh. terrible. I hate that movie. It's so terrible. <laughs> it's, and he loves it. Do, he thinks it's like the greatest movie ever. It's so awful. It's good lord. Scary as fuck. It's what? So scary. <laughs> I did not find. Oh. Just had that little. A little girl that looks like a bird. That's the scariest thing in it. Yeah. <laughs> Chubby yeah. bird. Yeah, but I mean, I like those. I, I like I like the direction that horror is going in. Really, they should just, they really need to be handing out Oscars for acting in horror films. Because it has just, the the you know, the levels of anxiety that these people convey to you, the audience, need to be recognized. Yeah, I on agree. On a much bigger level. Yeah. Do you have Shutter? No, I do not. I do oh, not subscribe. Okay. All right, fair enough. No. Yeah, I've gotten the Stack TV add-on for my Prime just so I can watch Big Brother Live, but I won't get Shutter. I don't want to be recommended scary movies. The thumbnails are too creepy. 
Yeah, that's true. <laughs> wow. Some, yeah, sometimes when I late at night, I, you know, I wear contacts and I don't want to wear my glasses in bed, but the phone is really close to my face and I don't want that close to my face. <laughs> no thanks. Just do what Larry does and watch Scare Me 400 times a week. I watched it again today. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, there's just nothing on it. Just put it on. It's so good. She's Aya Cash is so goddamn good in that movie, and Chris Red is so goddamn good in that movie. What is it called, Jeremiah? It's it's called <laughs> Scare Me. Oh, Jeremiah. oh. It's more of a comedy. It's more comedy than horror. It's not too horror-y, but it's more it's more comedy. But it's Aya Cash is just phenomenal in it. She's fucking hilarious. Okay, where do I? Okay, I it's love on, Chris Red. When you said Chris Red, I was like, I'm in. Yeah. Do you know what? Yeah. I think I've heard of this. Yeah, it's on Shudder. It just, uh, that's why I was asking if you had it. He He's not, he doesn't even show up in the movie till about an hour in. But when he shows up, like, it's magic. It really is. He's so <laughs> goddamn great. Yeah. Okay. What else is I cash in? I recognize. Oh, she's in freaking The Boys. Yeah, she's in The Boys. Mm -hmm. She's the Nazi. Oh, is that what she is in that? Yeah, Yeah, Stormwatch turns out to be like Himmler's wife. (laughs) Oh, yeah. One of the the big ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah, good recommendation. Okay, I'm adding this to a list. Scare me. Got it. Yeah. It's it's fun. It's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Don't forget to write down Alf as well. Alf. Yeah. A-L- Alf. Alf. Write that down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Do you know what I heard on the radio? <laughs> is that people were discussing Alf, and oh, nice. they and their memories mm. of it. That they're like, oh, so how did that show end? Apparently, he got taken away yeah, by the government. Don't don't talk about the ending. The ending is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't they, even know. They had like I, a movie. They yeah. had like a TV movie to cap things off, and yeah, he gets he gets taken in by the government and it's to be experimented on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that as a child, and I am saddened as yeah. an adult. <laughs> yeah, just, I just pretend it never happened. Like a lot of like a lot of my life, I just pretend it never yeah. happened. <laughs> Do your Willie Tanner. Like 20 minutes from now, just going to pretend like this conversation never happened. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jolie, here's my image of uh, Willie Tan, the father on Alf, played by Max Wright, who mm. used to smoke have a lot of gay sex. All right, his name is... Um... <laughs> in, in, get in the car. There it is. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, you were, you were, you were roboting a little bit on there. Spot yeah. on. Yeah. We are never going to get away from Michigan. That man was born in Detroit. Oh, that man was? I am uh, shocked. Max yeah. Uh-huh. Max Wright, born in Detroit, Michigan. Oh. oh. He's dead, that right? That explains he the died. crack. Did he die? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. He definitely died. Yeah. Um, He died in New Jersey. Not like it, he, he got any better, so... Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, really. Detroit, yeah. New Jersey. No wonder his life turned out not so great. Yeah, he oh, needed yeah. to Come crack. Yeah, wow. So, so Jolie, you watching anything else these days that you enjoy? Um, you know what I really enjoyed? I watched The Great. 
I I'm not sure which royalty it's about. It's like it's like fictionalized. Oh, Catherine the Great. Uh, yeah, it's like, yes. It's kind of like a comedy. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, Catherine yeah, the Great, Great, played by Elle Fanning. Yeah. Yes. Is that on Hulu? And then. Uh, yeah, for me, for you, it's on Hulu. For me, it's on Prime. Um, Nicole plays her husband. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Yeah, I saw commercials for it. It looked pretty good. Uh... Oh yeah, and I at first um, because he's very like he plays, you know, the Emperor of Russia. So he's very like abusive emotionally and physically and at first I didn't think that I was into what was happening like the way that he treated her but then once she started to bite back and it became comedic I loved it it was like the favorite that movie the favorite oh so I never, good I never saw that either yeah it yeah it's just, it's just it's it's smart and the humor is witty and it's very well written I also really liked, um, it's so stupid, The Feed. Is it The Feed? No, it's called Upload. Robbie Amell plays somebody who, like, it, they live in a world where you have the option of uploading your consciousness. Um, oh, yeah, I, st- I saw this on Prime. I never watched it, but I remember the commercials for it. Yeah, it's actually kind of fun. It's really that... weird that people would choose this kind of life, but... Yeah. Is that the show that was made by the guys from The Office? I don't know. I think so. Okay. I I believe so. Like Greg Daniels? Maybe. I thought maybe Jank would chime in here. Jank. I'm pretty sure it is. I don't know for sure. I've never watched it, but I think you're right. Yeah, I thought on the Office Ladies podcast, I thought they brought it up like every fucking 20 seconds. (laughs) <laughs> Program creator Greg Daniels. Yeah, you you got it. yeah. All right. All right. So you're saying that's a solid, solid show then? Um, it's not rock solid, but it's like not quicksand either. And it, it, it's comedy <laughs> more than like dramedy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's hot, right. there's stakes, which is nice for a comedy where there are usually never stakes. Right. So. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a strange concept. And then there's like a, again, in the same vein of like, you know, uploading your consciousness or allowing some kind of upload or device into your consciousness is like that. There's a show called The Feed, and I think it's, you know, BBC, like a transplant from British television. That one was good. Um,. Little fires everywhere. Jesus Christ, that movie. That show was real good. Is that Nicole Kidman <laughs> and Reese Witherspoon? Uh, Reese Little Witherspoon. Kidman, Big Little uh, yeah. What's Little Fires yeah. Everywhere? Uh, Reese Witherspoon and Carrie Washington. Carrie Washington yeah. moves into um, an affluent neighborhood, and Reese Witherspoon is the Karen. Oh God! Yeah, right. but Carrie Washington's just a great actor. Like they, um, she sorry, uh, Reese Witherspoon is her landlord. Oh. Yeah, 
and she's just, you know, Reese Witherspoon is just way too involved in her tenant's life, and and then her their kids start hanging out. Now, is this a comedy <laughs> or is this like a drama? Nah, it's a drama. It's a drama for sure. Drama. Oh, yeah. Julia and the Phantoms, so cute on Netflix. There's a little girl that moved. Yeah, it's based on like, um, it's based on a graphic novel. Um, But it's about, it's for kids. It's got to be. But it's super cute. Like, I mean, uh, it's not, it's like Babysitter's Club cute, not, Oh God, Riverdale! <laughs> like Juliet, yeah, Juliet the Phantom. Oh fuck, I love Riverdale. I'm just oh, saying, okay. <laughs> if I had to choose which show my ten year old niece watched, it wouldn't be Riverdale. Yeah. It would be Juliet and the Phantoms and the damn Babysitter Club. <laughs> oh okay. Yeah man. I should watch these. I like kids. Yeah, shows. like she moves one. She moves this little girl moves into a house, and finds all of these old artifacts that her mother has left behind and one of them is a CD for a band. Uh, oh, the really? band, yeah, the the night that the this band was supposed to play the Orpheum where her mother worked, the band eats tainted hot dogs and dies. Oh. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> so the little, the little girl puts the CD in and the band appears. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then they, they they discover that whenever, because she's developed her, her mother's talent for music, they discover that whenever they play their instruments with this little girl, other people can, they can be heard. It's kind oh. of cool. Yeah, it's really neat. Just please, by all means, tell me the band is not disturbed. <laughs> <laughs> it's I see something or other. Uh, no, um. Enough. I'm back in. I see hot dogs. <laughs> I, I feel like Larry's going to send a bunch of tainted hot dogs over to Taylor Swift's house now. Tainted <laughs> Play her CD and then she'll just pop out. Oh, God. <laughs> we will never, ever, ever back get back together. together. <laughs> like, ever? <laughs> Julie, how do, oh. how do you feel about middle-aged men who listen to Taylor Swift? Like, yeah, I am, that. Is that a red flag? No, it is green. Oh, it is nice. all shades of green. It, <laughs> nice. is a rainbow, it is a rainbow flag in some cases. Listen, um, here's, what, here's what happened, Joel. Recently, about right. just about a couple months ago, I discovered like 1989. Not that I've never – I know all the songs on the radio, but one day we were just sitting on the porch. I, I was streaming it, and I was like – I really like this album, so I bought the album, and now I listen to it all the time because it's awesome. And no, it I, is I, good. I get abused. That's all. <laughs> no, man. Liking her music is not like a, a big deal for me. Um, right. I know tons of dudes that love her music. Yeah, take boobs. that, Mike Dell. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she has, like, there's this, like, this underlying or overlying subtext of like she hates she hates several dudes and she is not being <laughs> candid about it or she is being candid yeah whichever yeah. and I mean, I, i'm does. yeah i'm here for revenge <laughs> yeah 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 
yes. Yeah. I like yeah. it. It's yeah. fun. Yeah, and it's, it's yeah, it's it's super it's super fun. Yeah, it's poppy. She has she knows how to write a hook. Like I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, if she's writing it, not writing so, it, I don't fucking know. Oh, she's definitely writing it. I mean, that's you what can they just say. tell. You can just tell. <laughs> like there's no amount of men <laughs> that can that's make true. that that it men made her write these lyrics and you can tell. <laughs> yeah, that is yeah. true. I don't know if you've heard folklore. It sucks. It's not as good. Uh, I haven't listened to it. No, I know it's like a little slower and more acoustic-y and that sort of thing. Okay. Well, if you like 1989, Reputation is also revengey fun. Mm. Yeah. See, the thing I like about 89 is everything's kind of upbeat and fun and peppy. I like the fun. I don't like the reflective so much. I definitely don't like anything that's country-related from Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. I don't like yeah. it. I like, the, I like the pop music, Taylor Swift. Yeah. This is when she was, like, still kind of, you know, rose-colored glasses. Like, yes. Bad Blood was good. Yeah, I like Bad Blood. Yeah, she was saying somebody did her wrong, but she wasn't saying who. Yeah, but we all knew. Yeah, we all knew for sure. Yeah, we all knew. <laughs> yeah, we all knew. <laughs> yeah. Because you could tell even in that song, there's parts where she's definitely mocking Katy Perry's singing style. <laughs> you can you can just hear it. There's like little mm, like she does those little things that like Katy Perry does, and it's like it's definitely like a fuck you. To her, like you can just you oh, can yeah. just tell who she's talking about. Oh yeah, and like even apparently the people she cast that that were cast in the video for Bad Blood, they were yeah. set up to be certain people. Yeah, I remember Selena Gomez being part of that. Right. Yeah, I remember she was one of them. I don't remember who else was there. Maybe Cara Delevingne or whatever that girl's oh. name is. Le- Larry, Dunham? you know way too much about all this. Way too much about all this, Larry. <laughs> you know what? Like, you know what? Else is a great song is uh, you know, me. I like that song. I like um, mm-hmm. uh, what's the other one with uh, you know, uh, you need to calm down. Like, I like those kinds of songs. Those are fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like oh, I I I'm trying to get to the chorus, but I'm not getting there. Of. Uh, the song that you're talking about. You need to calm down. You should just stop. Yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah, yeah, that song. Yeah, you need to calm down. Don't step on my crown. You need to calm yes. down. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. See, uh, Larry, Larry has taste. <laughs> Whether it's good or not. So, uh, hunting and skinning deer and fishing yeah. and football yeah. Well, yeah, and hockey. pizza and steak. What? <laughs> oh, I'm vegan. What? So. <laughs> we 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 can't talk about Taylor Swift. Does it kill you that much? I got to sit here and listen to you talk about bit. MMA all the time. <laughs> a little bit. Nobody wants to hear Jolie, about. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's already been an hour and a half. We've been keeping you a long oh, time. Um, like yeah. And what else is going on? Anything else you'd like to plug? Uh, what are you reading these days? Any good comics? Um, I'm still reading Buffy. That Boom Studio stuff is real good. Um, yeah, oh my too. god, I I started reading Immortal Hulk. Jesus, I weird. hear it's good. Yeah, I hear yeah, that's real good. I'm gonna I gotta get caught up. And I just found out 
uh, my friend Aaron Adam, sorry, oh my God, it's, I'm tired. Adam Gorham <laughs> is um, filling in for an issue. The, one of the issues coming up, he just mentioned it on Facebook the other day. So I was like, Immortal Hulk. Oh, okay. And then we happened to read it for book club, and I'm like, I'm in. Um, what what, so what, what what happens in yeah, Mortal Hulk as opposed to uh, Mortal Hulk? <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know what? I don't I don't know how it happened. I don't know. Do you? Like Kevin? Jake, what, what's the premise of a Mortal Hulk? Like, what makes that book um, better than the other Hulks? <laughs> well, He's the Hulk was gone for a little bit. He died. Like Hawkeye shot him in the in the head and killed him supposedly, yeah. but then he came back. What? And yeah, <laughs> yeah. he got shot in the head with an arrow. An <laughs> arrow. Yep. Okay. <laughs> they somehow thought that killed him, but of course it did not. Um, and then he came back, and now like they've realized that people with gamma like radiation in them just keep coming back no matter what you do to them. You can kill them <laughs> as much as you want, but they're gonna come back to life through this like yeah. green door in the underworld. Yeah, <laughs> it's so crazy. It's, it's dealing a lot with that, and yeah, <laughs> trying to figure out what's going on with all that, and like, there's like he's seeing visions of his dad again, who's been dead for a long time. So mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of crazy stuff going on. It seems like every issue the Hulk gets like ripped apart and just murdered gruesomely, <laughs> and then he comes what back. What color is he? Is he green? Green. Or gray. Okay. Yep. Well, when they're he's trying to kill the Hulk, why don't they just shoot him in the head with an arrow? Yeah, just hit him with an arrow. <laughs> because Hawkeye well, he was so ain't around. Time. That, was, that was their plan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, yeah. yeah. Bruce Banner. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, for yeah. our Detroit Comics Nerdy Book Club, we're reading um, Uzumaki by Junji Ito. That shit is I didn't scary understand as... a word you said right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a horror manga. It is oh, okay. so... Fucking scary! I can't, I have to like <laughs> stop reading it. Like what? What kind of stuff is going on? Like is it vampires, werewolves, slash? No, it's it's not monster. It's more like psychological. Um, and then the drawings are so it's like it's like Edward Gorey and Arkham put together, but also you know whoever freaking came up with all the visuals from The Grudge. Oh, right. so creepy. Say the name again, slower. Sounds like a good pick for Shocktober. <laughs> Larry, are you doing a sound effect now for Shocktober? Yeah, uh, okay. yeah. yeah, Jolie, what's the name of this book? Um, Uzumaki. Uzumaki? Uzumaki. Mm-hmm. Uh, U-Z-U-M-A-K-I. Zed. I love how you, the Canadians say Zed. <laughs> Mike L always tries to quote on the show. That's how you say it. Yeah, that's how you say it. Zed. A to Zed. All right. I think I see it. <laughs> yeah. A to Zed. Well, well hey, is that thanks Yoga for Hose having me. me. Yeah, yeah, sure. Sure. yeah, that was the convenience store. I'm seeing some uh, headlines here. Uzumaki anime will air on Adult Swim in 2021. Yeah, I'm not watching it. It's going to be frightening. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Well, Jolie, is there anything you'd like to plug? Any projects coming up? Well, 
we have concurrent projects on the comic book syndicate. <laughs> um, oh, we always right. have our podcasts. So we have Here Comes the Spider Cast. Every week right. we review another comic. Uh, we review another Spider-Man comic from the 80s. So take a listen. Yeah, um, it's Here Comes the Spider Cast wherever you listen to podcasts. And we also do something called flea market fantasy, where <laughs> right. Mike, Mike L and Mike Bell talk about well each you know the premise is you pick, they each pick a comic and they talk about it. Is, does it have to be Bronze Age? Bronze Age, yes. Yeah, so fifty Bronze Age. Yeah, um, we have another couple comics lined up, but I mean podcasts, but I'm not. I'm not supposed to talk about them yet. Oh, you um, talked to the podcast land? Oh. Uh, yeah. Um, and it's me. Um, but that's all I'll say. And then I, mm-hmm. myself, um, Pandemic Jolie, has rediscovered her roots as an illustrator and artist. Nice. So you can follow me at Magic Mitten on Instagram. Um, God, what else? Uh, that's You're it. Break, I mean, more than yeah, I, I hold a, more than we've got. I I hold a studio space in my sister's store. It's called A Handmade Tale. Um, they sell uh-huh. handmade arts and crafts, and uh, nice. you know, yeah. So, do you ship to the United so States? Saint, you're in Saint Thomas, Ontario. Yeah, we that's ship awesome. worldwide. So, oh, there you go. apologies. Oh. Not apologies to Margaret Atwood, but yeah. Yeah, Margaret Atwood. Yeah. Suck yeah. it. She can take yeah. that lady cat bird and <laughs> stuff it. Yes, yeah, stuff yeah. it right up there. <laughs> it was a terrible Hello, book. Jolie. Don't anyone read it. Mm. Thank you so much for joining us, Jolie. Yeah, and, thank uh, you so much. You're very welcome. And now I've had a chance to be on, on a show with Jank. <laughs> yeah. 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 And maybe yeah. I can. You know what? Have come we, should true. Bo- we should both do <laughs> either Spider-Cast or Flea Market Fantasy. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah, I'm down anytime. Let's do an Uzumaki uh, podcast. Uzumaki. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right, Julie. Well, thank you. Sure. Thank you very much. Uh, best to your family there in St. Thomas, and uh, we'll be in touch. All right. Uh, thank you. I'll look for Bye-bye. that first. <laughs> yeah, Larry will get you that banana first. So you don't want yeah. Thank you. All right, there, I there expect. Yeah. And one for himself. Of course. <laughs> there she is, G.I. Jolie, Comic Book Syndicate. Uh, check them out online, all the podcasts, Top Secret Podcasts. I had no idea they, had, they have other podcasts in the works. You know how Michael is. They're always getting things done. Now, they're still friendly, right? I didn't want to bring it up. But... <laughs> yes, of course. They're still friendly. Yeah. All right. It wasn't like, well, I mean, they didn't have like a loose, comment about like, match. oh, he was uh, charging movies on my credit card. And like, oh, God. But yeah, they had a loser leave town match in a steel cage. And Mike Gale hmm. prevailed. So he had to go. Go to St. Thomas. But uh, yeah, I'm just blown away by uh, the Canadian map, Larry. <laughs> I had no idea Windsor was located where it is. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. He'll never recover. I went to Montreal <laughs> yeah. once. It's like not that far away from us. It really isn't. Like maybe four what? hours. Windsor? Windsor. 
Yeah, it's, yeah, because Detroit's only like four hours away. Yeah, and it's closer than Detroit. So how about that? Yeah. And you'll still never Sorry. go. Nope. Well, she doesn't live there anymore. Sure not. Yeah. Mike Dell does, or Mike L does, right? Yeah, Mike Dell's still there. All right, so uh, it's like 10.30-ish, Larry. So are we going to save Mike Dell Jeopardy to another day? Is that what we're doing? Or? Uh, yeah, because we still got to talk about your terrible movie selection today. <laughs> Terry, is, is Tuppy be... on the line? Yeah, hold on. I'm in, I'm in the kitchen. Oh, well, I guess I can. Well, hold on. I'm walking back to the kitchen. And I'll put them on. The well back to the, I need iced tea. I'm almost out of tea. Tuffy, are you there? No, I didn't hit Hello. the button yet. No, how did he come? I did. I hit the button. I hit oh, the look button. Look at you. <laughs> how come I always got to push the buttons around here? <laughs> Even a chimp can press the right button once a day. Yeah. Tuffy, how goes it? Uh, well, the two things Big Brother needs to fix is bringing back have-not competitions and the wheel for nominations instead of the uh, the screen. <laughs> yeah, both, yes. Both True. big yeses, for sure. You like the big wheel with all the keys in it? You got to take your yes. key out and make I yeah. love build that. the drama? Yeah. Like building the drama? I love it. Cause Although, then, like, in the days the keys, of the internet, like everyone knows already <laughs> before the episode yeah. ever comes out. Well, it also involves... It also makes every person in the house involved in the nomination ceremony instead of just the two people. Yes. That is mm-hmm. true. Everybody stands up. They say, whatever, thanks, buddy. And, uh, you know, next person. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I- I'm with Tuffy on this. All right. Fair enough. Nope. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it looks, Tuffy... looks like we're pretty much out of time, so we'll just uh, skip no, no, the kid with no, 200 no, no, IQ. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> just do the Jeopardy and then we go home. <laughs> <laughs> they have plenty of time. Uh, so yeah, this week uh, the movie I picked was uh, the Kid with the 200 IQ, and another Gary Coleman classic. Uh, it, it was uh, it won an award. Just so I mean, you all be know, careful with award. the classic. What <laughs> award did this win? Yeah. Worst Gary <laughs> this Coleman movie. <laughs> that's, this that's came out in award. 1980. Best implied pedophilia. Best Gary Coleman pizza game movie. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, kid with the it won. It had two nominees for awards, and Gary Coleman actually won. Um, it was like a young actor award. I'm trying to find it. Because um, really, his yeah, actor he just looks like we believe you. We believe you. Yeah, this this movie came out. Before uh, DC Collins, and DC Collins was the last one of these types of movies, and then he ended with uh, playing with fire, the serious arson movie. <laughs> Are we so we're done? Is what you're saying? We're done. No, no, no. Well, we still have Scout's Honor, which is one more. But we'll get to that in a minute. No. Uh, but yeah, he, he won the Young Artist Award in 1984 for Best Young Actor in a Movie Made for Television. And wow, uh, Carrie Michelson, <laughs> Carrie Michelson, his guest star, his co-star in this, she won, she was nominated for best young actress in a movie made for television. Although at the time she was 22, so I don't She's know if so they knew hot. how old she. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she is. She is foxy. Uh, mm-hmm. You recognize her, Larry, mother stuff because she was in another he, very famous TV show. Uh, I recognize her from Saturday the 14th. She's the daughter in that movie, oh. and she's 
screams in that fucking movie so much. But she, uh, in the she was also the uh, eldest daughter on Give Me a Break. Yeah, Give I saw break. that. I don't really remember her on that show. I remember she was Nell super Carter and that, that coachy guy. So, yeah, this is 1983. Gary's 15 here, although he's playing 13 in the movie. And uh, that Carrie Michelson is, like, 22. And the lead uh, college guy, Gary's roommate in this film, the, the sports, the jock, uh, the actor yeah. is actually 27. He's 27. Jenk, so, I was looking that, that dude right. up, I think. And he, it looked like that guy's on Buffy, I think. Do you recognize that dude? Really? I think no, is made... he just like a one, one-off? No, it seemed like he's in multiple episodes. Maybe his name was Hank. Is there a Hank on Buffy or something? Hank Sanders? Or Hank. Something? <laughs> you know, I... Uh, oh, I think it's Hank Summers. Buffy's Maybe. Dad? I don't know. Is that yeah, Buffy's he was, dad? He was... Yeah, I can see that. That sounds about right. All right. They're divorced. Uh, of course, the other... The, whole lot. <laughs> the, the other famous person in this movie is, of course, Robert Guillaume. And he yep. plays a college professor. Uh, Gary is Nick Newell, a, a 13-year-old boy with a 200 IQ who goes to college. He skips high school entirely, goes right to college. Yep. There's a much so more famous smart. person in this movie than any of those. Really? Because I only know one other famous person in this film. Uh, yeah. He plays the creative writing Pops professor. up at the end. No, no, at know. the end of the movie, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, I probably didn't even notice. Uh, yeah. But the lady he plays the uh, creative writing professor is Harriet Nelson, who he mentioned last week on the show, the wife of Ozzy Nelson, oh, yeah. of Ozzy and Harriet fame. Yeah. yeah Harriet. And the one, wow. the the one dark-haired that? frat guy, he's definitely in a bunch of... He was in just one of the guys, I don't know, one of the 80s classics that I love, but he's in that movie. He plays Rick, like the main lead in that movie. So, so Jack, who are we missing? You said someone famous. Yeah, somebody famous. Yeah, Crispin Glover shows up yeah, again in this Crispin movie. Yeah, Crispin Glover. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was like almost one interested of the in this movie for one second. Yep. He was like an incoming student, right? That uh, yeah. Gary's mm-hmm. giving the... Gary Coleman yeah, busts right. out the old line on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So uh, there it is. Uh, kid with 200 IQ. That is the premise. Gary Coleman that's going to end. college. We talked and about that. Uh, <laughs> Covered it all. Well, yeah, Crispin Glover. That's the that's pr- pretty much the premise. Like Gary Coleman uh, just welcomes Crispin Glover to college in the, the end. No, yeah, it's all a boring prequel to him welcoming Crispin Glover to college. Yeah. Tell me, tell me, talk about the, the beginning of this film. It has a rocking soundtrack, right? Right out of the gate, really hardcore punk rock kind of theme song, right? This movie loves a montage. I can tell you that much. There's about thirty. I don't remember. I don't really remember what happened in the beginning. I was no. kind of blended it's together. Well, well, I'll tell you what happens at the beginning. Left no impression. Like a Thirteen-minute moving in scene that really doesn't pay off, other than we meet the roommate, and it's like, all right, yeah, yeah, you meet the roommate. Okay, but Gary we could have met that roommate like, in like four minutes. Yeah, he it just, kind of sets it up like the roommate's going to be his uh, antagonist in the film. And then it's like, oh, no, they're just good friends. He's really nice to him. Yeah, when he's yeah. not getting laid and shit. Yeah, and they set the parents up like, oh, he's going to call the mom at some point and go home. But he never, did you never see the family again? Considered it. He almost her. He was at the pay caller. She gives him a dime. 
I like that scene. She sits him down on the bed. She's supposed to have a private talk with him before they leave him there at the dorm. And she says, give me your wallet. And I thought she was going to put a condom in his wallet. You know? <laughs> well, he almost needed it. <laughs> well, here's the thing I felt I thought was weird at the beginning is the mom was like, Boys and girls in the same building? And I'm thinking, like, listen, your kid's like 11. What are you worried about? But then later on, like, like oh, okay, mom, mom was right. Yeah. yeah, he's 13. She should have been looking out. Yeah, sorry, I didn't know. So, yeah, she gives him a dime, and she says, call whenever he needs help, you know? And he, and he says, all right, this is a very special dime. Um, so he puts it in his wallet. But, yeah, he and his roommate, they get a little gangbusters. They're uh, – Tuffy, I also thought he was being the antagonist here, but no, they're good chums. Um, You're being a little bit robot-y. Yeah, a little bit. Mm. All right, I'm robot Yeah, your phone's like acting weird, or you're making weird sounds. You guys hear that, or is it just me? I hear it. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Should I, like, hang up and call back in, or is it all right? Yeah, maybe try that, yeah. Let me try that. You just don't want to talk about when you son of a bitch. No, not at all. Yeah, not at all. No, no. We can't wait. Hurry up. But you can hear me call you so it'll be all right. I heard the first half of that sentence. Yeah, I heard the first half. I, you're breaking up for sure. Yeah, just call back in real quick. You got 11 minutes to call back in. Otherwise, we're uh, out of luck here. Yeah. Yep. Dial quickly. Ah, there he Uh-oh. goes. Uh-oh. Oh. There he goes. <laughs> now, here's what we should do is just uh, just keep telling him we can't hear him. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just filibuster this bitch. Yeah, we're just like, what? <laughs> what? I don't know what the – it's Chinese to me. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> this movie blew. God damn. Yeah. All the Gary Coleman movies. This one really fucking sucked the nuts. While he's gone, I got something. Uh, Heard about Gary? Little insider. Arrested and booked last month, Gary joined the panel to tell his side of the story. But watch when he and guest panelist attorney Lisa Bloom go at it. You know what? If people would want to believe that I assault my wife at four foot seven and she's five foot six, then they can believe that all day long. I don't care. Well, why don't you flat out deny it then, right here? Because otherwise, everyone's going to look at this and say he's waffling around and he probably. I don't waffle. <laughs> <laughs> what was going on there, Larry? <laughs> Jank had clips prepared. <laughs> we were killing time. I can't hear you. <laughs> Was that Gary Coleman giving a deposition of some sort in a law trial about his voice? I have no idea. It sounded yeah, like him it. Getting, in, getting into a fight with a lawyer on a talk show. <laughs> She's oh, asking him if he's beating his wife. <laughs> I got more. <laughs> Turns out she's beating him. Yeah, she's beating him. All right. Uh, so, Larry, where, where were we in the in the film recap? Like um, Chris you're breaking Robert up again. I can't hear you, Mike. Though. Um, I don't know. We 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 had moving well, day. The 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 roommate. Yeah, the roommate wants to get with uh, Carrie Michelson, and they 
he sees her and her roommate standing there, and he goes over to hit on her, and Carrie Michelson just looks right at Gary and right at him, makes a beeline right at Gary. She she's really into Gary. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, she does not <laughs> like jocks. Herself. She does not like jocks, and even though she finds out he's thirteen, she is still really into Gary. She is wet in the in the Jordash. <laughs> she hates pubes. It's a little, it's a little uncomfortable how into Gary she is. Yeah. And then like later, there's the her roommate. They're talking. Yeah, go ahead, Tuffy. Her roommate is uh, you know, maybe into the jock, but not really, because that also confused me. How later on they were both on <laughs> dates, but they just were like, oh, but not with the roommate. No, they're both out separately with different people for some reason. Yeah, we have to clarify that. that for some reason. But uh, this uh, Carrie Michelson lady, there's the scene where her everyone else goes to the bar to drink beer, and I guess you know you're able to do that when you're 18, and some places I have no idea. Uh, but she says, "I don't like beer. I just want to hang out here with you, Gary, and let's talk." And, and then she says, "Well, let me go upstairs and change into something more comfortable." And then she kisses him on the cheek. Yeah. And then that scene ends. Yeah. And we just cut to a different scene entirely. So I can assume that Gary banged her, right? I mean, that's basically what we were led up to. I don't believe so. <laughs> no. <laughs> later on, they talk about how neither one of them have done it yet, so. That's <laughs> right. No. But maybe he only got never to, like, second base with her. Gary is a very, uh, he's an expert on human sexuality by his own account. <laughs> you know, he says, oh, the human body. <laughs> look at his <laughs> And but I mean, like I wasn't just imagining it. She really wanted Gary, right? She was the way into yeah. Gary. Yeah. yeah, definitely fascinated with him. But later on, she's like, "Why? No, you can't. We can't do that kind of shit." <laughs> but then she yeah. blows him, and I was like, "Okay, well, she's just gonna blow him." Then I guess she must have talked to the roommate <laughs> and said, "I think I want to have sex with that thirteen-year-old." And the roommate yeah. said, "What are you out of your goddamn mind?" <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of like, look over at Silent Bob I and see if he thinks it's a good team, idea. But at least they were legal. <laughs> oh we, should mention, we should mention that Gary's going to college because he uh, wants to be an astronomer. He's, he's into the astronomy. And he, and, he, uh, he idolizes Robert Guillaume. He knows his whole life yeah. and stuff. Cause Robert he has his picture on his wall. Astronomer too or something. Yeah, that was part of the uh, beginning montage is going, that's Robert Guillaume's house. Oh, yeah. 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 But when he goes to meet Robert Guillaume, things don't go well because Guillaume's just a dick. He, like, won't give him the time of day, and he's, like, <laughs> cracking wise, being real ignorant to him. And Gary I also gets so he, It seemed like Guillaume was yeah. just annoyed because he was trying to hit on all the co eds at the party. <laughs> yeah. And Gary kept That's getting the in the way. I got. Yeah. Because. That first co-ed, that blonde girl he was talking to, she wanted to be on top of Robert Guillaume very badly, you know? And then, but Gary <laughs> comes in, and he's, like, just staring at him, and he, he totally, you know, blocked him. And, uh, oh, that girl, right. too. I, I recognize, she was in the Police Academy movies. Oh, all right. Yeah, very good. I recognize her from those. But Gary gets so flustered at this uh, outdoor garden party, like, uh, you know, he, he accidentally knocks a cake off a table. And a lot <laughs> of people, like, are just... Shaking their heads like, oh, that's a shame. Oh, and he just away. child. Yes, <laughs> he runs away. <laughs> well, he also meets oh. Robert Guillaume's daughter there. 
who happens to yeah. be a waitress at, at eight years old or nine <laughs> years old or however old she is. Well, she's so just helping cool. out at yeah. the party. Helping out I hear party. you. But, yeah. you know, if you're the – if you're this prestigious astronomer, professor, and yeah, yeah, I mean, you could probably afford somebody 18 and older to carry food around. <laughs> well, open up. Yeah. Open up. All right. You don't want the hors d'oeuvres <laughs> at knee height. That's not good. No. Well, he's very good. He doesn't want to pay for help, so he makes his daughter do yeah. it. Um, There's a little also, spark there with, this, with, the, with the little the girl, old girl, their buddies. They're going to become buddies. Yeah, because they're similar in height. Yeah. Um, so. Gary, at his darkest moment there, he's crying and whatnot, but uh, he meets up an older uh, black fella. He's like, I don't know, he runs the telescope there at the university? I don't know what he's doing The janitor. Yeah, he was the head janitor. Yeah, this was another weird, uh, like, this character seemed like it was, they pulled a lot of his pages out of the script that developed what he was supposed to be. (laughs) (laughs) He was going to be a bigger part of it, but he comes into play later, but you never see him. They just oh, he made a phone call. <laughs> I think Tuffy's talking about uh, maybe sexual stuff. <laughs> well, no, no. 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 Oh, okay. But if you, I mean, I'm sure he played a yeah. much more pivotal role. But that first scene. Yeah, he's the one who uh, gave guy. Gary the pep talk to hit on the uh, hot chick later. Well, here's but, what I'm thinking got... is though, when he first meets him and uh, yeah. he's telling him about the telescope, and he's like, "Hey, hey, Gary Coleman, you want to see the telescope?" And he's like, well, I better not. I got to get to class. And he's like, oh, come on. I'll just give you the 50-cent tour. And it's like, hey, janitor, this kid has to go to school and shit. No, he doesn't need to see your telescope right now, janitor. Well, it might have been a euphemism. Yeah, because he takes him up there to show him the telescope. And if you close your eyes and just listen to the dialogue, this is what you would hear. Uh, wow, is yep. that eight inches? No, it's ten inches. <laughs> that is a beauty. Yeah. So yeah, it's very pizza gating. Very pizza gating. And then he's like, "Hey, you want to come back tonight and we'll look at the stars together?" It's like, "Oh yes. no, yes. do that. Come back tonight, we'll look at the stars." But but this janitor has been working at this college for a long time, and he knows he knew Robert Guillaume when he was a young kid too. And he knows that he was just like Gary, so he's trying to encourage Gary to stick with it. Don't be discouraged. But, of course, Gary is late to Guillaume's class because he's looking at the telescope, and he causes quite the scene. He falls out of his chair. Uh, all his other stuff happens. Yeah, so so Guillaume is still treat, like not liking him, giving him the cold shoulder. Do you really yeah. think there's two, like, astronomy prodigies that just happen to come, <laughs> like, just one generation apart or whatever? It seems... Unlikely yes. to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the same. Perfectly logical. Yeah. Um, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, Gary just can't get on Guillaume's good side. And he's talking to his teaching assistant, and his assistant tells him, ah, you'll be all right, or I don't know, whatever. Everyone's trying to encourage Gary, but nothing works out for Gary. And then he starts getting a crush well, on that It's Gary also Michael very player. unclear, though, like, if, if this guy just has it in for Gary, or if Gary really is just fucking up. Because, like, the other kids yeah. are kind of getting in on it, too. Like, they're like, no, your paper was stupid. Yeah, you suck, so, like, well, Is he just it. fucking up, or, <laughs> or is this guy riding him? Because later in the film, Gary makes this big project where I don't know why he did this, but he basically built this huge TV screen <laughs> with, like, static pictures of galaxies, four static pictures of galaxies. 
and that was supposed to impress Robert Guillaume. I, I don't know. Is this an engineering course? Or <laughs> what are we doing? Are you writing a paper? <laughs> this is college, John. Yeah, so then Guillaume like reads the paper out loud, and the other students are critiquing it, and they're just kind of ripping it to shreds, and Gary just runs off again. First in the cake falls. Like this. Maybe he's not yeah, I was ready hoping Guillaume college. would... Uh... Chase oh, after him, give us a little foot chase scene there, but I was disappointed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I was yeah, like, oh, here we go. Here we he gave up. Here it comes, but no, no, no. no. It's not a foot chase. It's only one person's running. You need someone else chasing. <laughs> so, no foot chases in this film. Although there's a car chase, a bus chase. <laughs> but, uh, so while all this is going on, while Gary's struggling with Robert Guillaume, he's also, you know, smitten with this Carrie Michelson. But he, at the same time, he's trying to set up the jock with Carrie Michelson. Like, he's trying to set the two up. And now we get the scene that I think was the greatest in movie history, really, where uh, Gary and his roommate have a system that if they have a girl in the room, they put a red handkerchief <laughs> on the door knob so you know you're not to disturb things. So robot-y. Gary has, Gary has uh, there talking about trying to set her up with him, help him out with a creative rapper. And she, all right, I guess... Jock comes up. Dude, you're roboting. Motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Put your head against the wall. Yeah, put your head against the wall. Nope. Uh, nope. Sound like Max Headroom. It's after 11. <laughs> All right. Hello? 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 <laughs> Hello? We lose him? I don't oh, know. There he is. Anything? Yeah, you. I hear you there. Better. Yeah, I hear you there. All right. So they got the red handkerchief on the door. The the, uh, the jock comes up to the hallway, and he sees it, and he goes, oh, Gary? Does Gary have a lady in there? He can't possibly have a lady in there. And here the door opens, and uh, Carrie Michelson walks out. Yeah. And the jock is, like, you know, stunned. And then Gary comes out. With his arms folded across his chest like a conquering hero. And then he looks at the jock and gives him a thumbs up. He just bangs Come and knock on our door. Come and knock on our door. We've been waiting for you. It was definitely like a three-company misunderstanding. But but it didn't, like, I thought it was going to, like, linger. But, no, they just uh, they just did it for comedy. And, like, you know, the jock and Gary talked it out right after that, you know, off screen, yeah. I guess. I feel like the jock so. should have gone after Carrie Michaels and gone, like, did you just fuck that 13-year-old? <laughs> <laughs> calling the police. <laughs> so. Yeah, but uh, I loved it. Just the way Gary came out, gave him a thumbs up. Yeah, I banged her good. All right, Gary. Good job, buddy. I'm waiting um, for you. All right. So what, what else? I guess I don't know. That's pretty much it, right? And then Gary's like academic life falls apart. <laughs> he feels like he doesn't fit in. And oh, they take him to a keg party. The one guy takes him to a keg party before he calls his mom. He talks. Well, you missed the whole the subplot. Yeah, the went With ended the, up going uh, the nowhere. Fraternity. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that one kid who is a real dick. He looks like Clayton from Benson, like his son. If Clayton had a son. Like that's who that one guy looked like. I don't know what any oh, of that means. Oh yeah, no, I have no idea what that. I don't. <laughs> and you call yourselves Robert Guillaume fans? That you don't know a Benson reference? What the fuck! I never called yeah. myself a Robert Guillaume fan. No. 
I like I'm not him. a fan of any of this except Crispin Glover. <laughs> I like listening. I like Robert Guillaume when he speaks. He has a nice voice. It makes me feel like I'm 12 years old or 10 years old when I hear Robert Guillaume talk. <laughs> but when Gary goes at the fraternity party, uh, the one kid is picking on him. He just picks him up like he's going to put him on a shelf. And uh... <laughs> Well, at the start of the movie – the the two frat guys come to their room and invite the jock to you know rush their fraternity and say oh yeah your roommate oh we hear he's really smart you should invite him too and then Gary Coleman walks in and goes I'm Nick Newell and they both yeah. clearly don't like him but then for some reason the the one guy does end up liking him it's never really explained yeah. why he starts liking him but the uh, president of the fraternity or whatever who's also like the running for student council president because at one point he's out giving like a campaign speech for his student government thing and just starts making fun of gary coleman in front of a crowd he always hates now, gary you, coleman for some reason yeah when they first you beat his high score him, and shit they didn't, they didn't like him because he was little because he was black yeah because he was a kid because okay. he was a kid <laughs> He's a high school. Yeah, because then when they go a little from column A, a little from column B. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, then they go to the frat party, and the one guy is still picking on Gary Coleman, and the uh, the other guy says, hey, we all like him, me and every other guy in this fraternity. We really want him to be in here. And it's like, huh? What? Where did any of this – you didn't – this all just happened, like, outside of the movie, apparently. Yeah. They all decided they loved Wait, Gary Coleman. Oh, and he but showed him up at a video guy. game at the uh, cafeteria. Yeah. Oh, that's 100,000 points. I, it, it's almost like a – what kind of game was that? Uh, what was that called, that game? Uh, uh, there's a game similar like to Asteroid. Zaxxon. Zaxxon. Was it Zaxxon, though? Because I thought Zaxxon was up and down. This is left to right. Um, no, I think and... Zaxxon was left to right. Oh, maybe I was thinking of Galaga. Maybe Galaga was up and down. But um, anyway, whatever it is. It's a video game where a spaceship you're shooting going left to right, and Gary's just killing it, racking up all these points, and he's being a real dick about it too, like oh, 180,000, 90,000, 100,000. But if you watch what he's doing when he's playing, he's not shooting anything. No, like his spaceship he's doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, There's he's just nothing. flying and hitting the button. Yeah, not shooting any <laughs> enemies, no, not blowing uh, anything up, just missing everything he shoots at. Yet he's just racking up points. It's just a mountain. It's just like there's like a mountain range graphic underneath, like very four bit or whatever that is, and then occasionally there's like these dots in the middle of the screen, and he does shoot one of them, I think, but then there's like thirty that he doesn't do anything with, and I'm like, all right, yeah. you got a hundred thousand for that, and these guys are all like, this kid, like how bad are you? Where you're like. 60,000 is the best anybody's ever done. Like, what? Like, Gary Coleman, he got to 60,000 in like eight <laughs> seconds. You guys can't play that game for yeah. eight seconds. It doesn't seem that hard. You're not, just don't run into anything. I don't know. It seemed pretty easy maybe, to me. Maybe they were like actually shooting things, and it, you, know, you don't get points for that. And Gary's just flying around missing everything, and he gets all the points. So oh, okay. He's got the, all right. He's got the 200 IQ, so he understood yeah. what to do. Yeah. Um, Every game's a uh, So uh, what else? Uh, I don't know. Then, well, Gary gets jealous because even though he set up Kerry Michelson with the jock, he's mad that now they're starting to date, and he gets very jealous. And he, he like, punches his, his uh, hand with, you know, boom. And then he goes into the workout in the gym with boxing gloves. And, uh, yeah, he's oh, just tearing yeah. up that heavy bag. 
Yeah, Tearing yeah. up the heavy bag. Like oh, a young Mike Tyson. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Bang. Bang. It's like dry. Bang. Bang. Uh, but I have a question. At the end of that, when he's hitting the heavy bag, at the end of that scene, he stops and he looks at his right hand in the glove. Mm-hmm. And what was the pay? Like, what was that supposed to? I thought there was going to be something like about that. Like, he had torn that, through the glove, I think, because he was punching so hard. Right? <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't know. I, don't... I thought so. Yeah, I thought it, I thought it did look like there was stuffing or something coming really? out. Really? Yeah, I thought I didn't so. even notice. Because I mean, wasn't uh, he wasn't exactly punching. It was kind of like a slap and a <laughs> flailing <laughs> arm into the heavy well, bag. You can, you can <laughs> slap the stuffing right out of them gloves, too. Because I, I thought he, like, broke his wrist because he wasn't hitting the bag properly. I was concerned for Gary that he was going to break his tiny wrist. <laughs> but, uh, it's all right. But pretty intimidating, though. You see Gary open up like that. Bang, 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 bang. How'd he be scared? You know, that jock. He was scared. Yeah. Um, so so when everything falls apart... Oh, the, the other thing about that frat party when they have the keg. I love when Gary uh, leaves the room. Go back and watch that. That is Academy Award-winning acting right there. Like he's, <laughs> he takes a few steps. Oh, I remember He this. takes a few steps, and he's, like, peeking over his shoulder. And he takes a few more steps, peeks over his shoulder. And then slips out of the room. Ah, oh, just so brilliant. What work by Gary Coleman? Oh, it was terrible. He was doing some weird <laughs> thing with his like, hands the whole time. I think like an old woman. Yeah, he kind of like. Yeah, they're like almost like a werewolf or something. He was holding his hands like uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, talk with cover up the but, hair uh, that's thrown out of him. <laughs> but he got. But it's pretty clear why he won that Young Star Award for you know the greatest acting ever. <laughs> Yeah, uh, one not other really, uh, not that clear. <laughs> there was another weird scene in the movie um, where Gary, because the roommate, even though he's there on a scholarship, is not assured to be on the track team, and Gary helps coach him up to be better at like the pole vault, yeah. and then convinces him By to be at the athlete. Yeah, physics. I thought of like the uh, George Costanza in the batting cage scene from Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. There. yeah, yeah, yeah. They ripped them off. Everything goes back to Gary. Everyone looks <laughs> off Gary. We won the World <laughs> Series in six games. Six games. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. So, I love that scene. So then uh, Gary gets real sad, and he decides he's going to run away. Um, so he packs a suitcase. And why didn't he just call his mom then? No, he, he decides he's going to run away. And uh, yeah. he goes to the bus station. And uh, what happens there? Oh, there's some cowboy guy in his in his fiance or his girlfriend, and he's so horny. He's a horny. horny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's so horny. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> Every reference is about having sex with his girlfriend or whatever. Um, That's his new life. Yom... They've been married oh, for like twelve hours, and he's made the most of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, first Gary hides in the bus station when he sees them coming. So then Guillaume runs onto the bus and he's not on there. So then Gary gets on the bus. It's like why couldn't yeah. he have just gotten on the bus in the first place? He'll switch her Yeah. <laughs> um so Gary's leaving town on a bus. So they all jump in the car, including the frat well, guys. They're gonna jump the in the They're gonna jump in the roommate's car, but she's uh I forget why she's delayed. Is she in the bathroom or something? Or can't find the yeah, key? She was late yeah. Ready. So then the frat then guys drive up. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Then the frat guys drive up in their convertible and say, we'll drive you. And then Robert Guillaume shows up and they say, you get in too. And then the roommate comes out and they said, come on, get in the car. 
So now all <laughs> six of them are riding in the convertible trying to catch up to the bus? Yeah. And Guillaume has a megaphone. And they're all like, Nick, Nick, come back. Come on, Gary. Come on back. We love you, Nick. Nick, you're the best. And uh, so this <laughs> this gets interesting because uh, Gary Coleman finally, after way too long, really, he finally says, all right, well, we'll do it. So he walks up to the bus driver and he says, well, first, hey. The, uh, the lady in the bus. <laughs> first, the lady in the bus says, do you know those people? And he goes, nah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. he right. says, oh, wait, no, I remembered. I do know those people. Yeah. There's people with Which megaphones. But he goes up to the bus driver and he says, "Hey, can you just pull over for a minute and yeah. wait for me while I talk?" Because oh, those people are chasing me. Uh, they want me to go back to college. And he says, "College? Yeah, right, kid. Whatever." And he goes, "Well, actually, uh, that's my dad. At least one of them's my dad. And he used to be a horrible alcoholic who beat me, but he says he's changed his life no, around." No, first he says, "I'm a runaway. <laughs> I'm a runaway. You need to pull over there here to get me." And then he says, but yeah, just yeah, wait, because he used to beat me, so I'm not sure if I want to go with him. Yeah, yeah he's an alcoholic. Was... He used to beat me. Like, do we really need that sure, line? Like, now. I feel like I could buy into the bus waiting for Gary Coleman without that line being in the movie. Well, see, I wasn't buying into the bus waiting, but then everyone else on the bus says, come on, give him a break. Come on, he's just a kid. Yeah, let's wait. Yeah, so then, yeah. Oh, the yeah, because he can't pull over the bus because that's against the rules first. Yeah, it's against the rules. You've got to keep a schedule. So Gary gets off the bus. They all start talking to Gary. And Carrie Michelson hugs him. And, you know, so at least Gary's getting some action. He hu- She hugged him like twice. Boing. Yeah. <laughs> but um, still not enough. And they, then Guillaume pulls him off to the side and has a talk with him. And he says, you know, the reason I'm so hard on you it's because I was once you. I was the boy genius. And I know how it messed up my life. And I want you to, like, not, you know, avoid that same, those same hardships. So I think it would be easier if you just go away. <laughs> but now, I've changed my mind. And I want you to stay. Yeah. Uh, T- Tuffy, were you weeping? Did you have a, have a tear come down your cheek? I was crying through this whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> so Gary gets back on the bus and they're like, oh, no, the pep talk didn't work. He's still going to leave us. No, no, no. He just had to get his his luggage, his, his suitcase. And he comes on down. Do, 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 do. And everyone's happy. Now, so then we get to the Crispin Glover scene because now Gary, we flash forward, like, to the next semester. Gary's clearly back into college. He's, he's found his stride. And he's now Robert Guillaume's teaching assistant. So he's welcoming everybody to that garden party. And he, he welcomes Crispin Glover, and uh, he's wearing this little red coat. He looks very dashing. And the movie ends by Robert Robert Guillaume's daughter coming up. She, she's still working the parties. Uh, she needs tips, and she gives Gary a uh, you know an appetizer. Gary takes the appetizer and puts it in his mouth, and that's when the movie ends. <laughs> he looks like he's never eaten anything in his life before. The way he took a bite out of this thing. It's so strange. Like, why would you end the movie with a, with a food hanging out of Gary's mouth? Like, it's just, like, sticking halfway out of his mouth. It's like, what? Why, why did you do this? It's, it's, I don't know. It's, uh, it's pretty good. Also, in that first garden party scene, when she first gives him the tray of hors d'oeuvres or whatever, and he picks one up and goes, thanks. And then right away, he puts it right back on the plate. He turns around, just puts it right back on the plate and starts talking to her again. 
like Gary, you can't just finger, uh, you know, the food. You take an appetizer. You need to eat the appetizer. You can't just put it back. Come on, Gary. What's going on? Uh, Larry. learning about fingering. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anything we missed from the kid with the 200 IQ that you would like to mention? Ugh. Uh, let me see real quick here. Just going through. Uh... Oh, Larry took notes. Oh, I took a lot of notes. Um, one. Uh, let's see. One. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, two. Okay. Right here. What do we got? Three. All right. All right. Four. Uh, four. Four montages I count in this movie. <laughs> four different montages in this fucking hour and a half movie. It's terrible. I hated this movie so fucking much. It's just, the first one was the worst, it. where he was just like doing menial things and smiling super happy about them. Like, oh, I did the laundry. I'm going to smile like it's the greatest thing ever. Ugh. My God, man. I don't get it. So self-satisfied. <laughs> but, oh, that... Kerry Michelson, though, god damn, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Super hot. Yeah, super hot. So, Do you remember right. Saturday the 14th? I saw it once when I was a kid, but I haven't seen it since. So. Yeah, I think it's on Tubi if you want to watch it again. It's got... Uh, Richard Benjamin, know, like, right? Uh, I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, All right. But it's got, like, Jeffrey Tambor in it. Hey now, yeah, he he's pretty good. He he <laughs> plays like Dracula or whatever. It's fun. I don't know. But anyways, that uh, Carrie Michelson's in it, and she's she screams a lot, a lot of just ah ah, ah you know, like Sam Kinison for you know a good four or five minutes throughout the movie. It, it's rough. Do you think there are do you think there are flashbacks to the kid with the two hundred IQ? I would imagine. Yeah. 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 Yeah, definitely watch Saturday also, the 14th. She was also on an episode of Different Strokes, so her and Gary, you know, they were probably getting it on behind the scenes. What do you think she's clips. doing these days? Is she still acting shit? No idea. Hmm. Probably. Move. Yeah, she's probably getting in like a thousand things and you just we don't recognize her anymore. Jack, do you recognize or recognize uh, anything you'd like to mention that we did not talk about? Kid with 200 IQ. Uh, no. <laughs> this was this was a real <laughs> low point in my life. <laughs> I'd like to just move along. What? <laughs> <laughs> there was really nothing uh, nothing redeeming <laughs> or of any value in this movie. This is all redeeming. Um, I'm looking at Carrie <laughs> Michelson's uh, IMDb. The yeah, last thing, thing she was in was Girl Talk, 1989. Yeah. So, I don't it. know what that is. She was on a couple episodes of The Incredible Hulk. It's pretty good. Ooh. Like, if you scroll up on your page, is there a picture of Sofia Coppola and, like, a guide to the films of Sofia Coppola? Like no. right next to, like on the right hand side of like where you would see uh, Carrie Michelson's photo, she looks good in that photo. Nope. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, I don't have it either. <laughs> I have a Charles and Charles. I have a trailer yeah, of Charles and Charles available on DVD. 
Yeah, it's next to that on my browser. Like, I'm on a laptop, though, so maybe I see more and shit. I don't know. I have a Welcome to Bloom House. Welcome to the Bloom oh. House. Blum- oh, Blumhouse? Oh, yeah. Blumhouse. That's what that the lie movie was on. Yeah, they got a bunch. Uh, something about, like, the concerto or the prodigy or some shit. There's four or five of them now. Oh, shit. The eye. You haven't watched. You, oh, you didn't. Yeah, I think they had a made and like, well, we're gonna release them around Halloween. But <laughs> yeah, that makes they, sense. They all kind of looked stupid. I haven't watched any of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Larry, she's working on a documentary for David Mirish, the man behind the Golden Stars. She plays herself. So, Why? Who's the man behind the Golden Stars? What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. David Mirish, I guess an agent, maybe and. I don't know. I'm okay. looking up here. <laughs> about the life of legendary wow. Hollywood P- A documentary about the life of legendary Hollywood PR man David Mirish. Okay. That sounds... And she warrants an interview for this documentary. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> well, here are some of the other people being interviewed. Uh, <clears throat> Robert Wagner, Joe Montaigne, uh, Robert Pine, Richard Karn, Robert Hayes, Donnie Most, <laughs> Larry Wilcox, <laughs> Tony Dow. Wow. Oh, this is pretty good. Pat I can see why this guy was a legend. They got almost yeah. all the whole cast of chips on there. Uh, Chris, Christopher Knight. Did I mention Christopher Knight? Brady oh, Bunch nice. Day. Pete. Pete Brady. <laughs> there you go. All wow. right. Um, so, kid with the 200 IQ, Tuffy, where would you rank this in the Gary Coleman uh, pantheon of classic films? Well, I wouldn't call it a pantheon. <laughs> More of a gutter. Um, I don't even remember what other Gary Coleman movies we've watched. DC well, Collins. the other one was a lot like this, except he was in the UN. <laughs> the kid from Left uh, Field. Kid with the Broken Halo, On the Right Track. This is definitely near the bottom, if not the very bottom. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I don't know. I, uh, I mean, I DC Collins still tops the list with all the foot chases. So, yeah, I think I think DC Collins was the best. That was pretty good. Yeah, this one was yeah, lacking in that regard for sure. On, there hasn't been. A I mean, it's the top yet. of a pile of shit. Yes. <laughs> so, so one out of ten, Tuffy. I'll give it a two because of Carrie Michelson. <laughs> Jank. I'm going to let Roger Ebert speak for me. Uh-oh. This movie is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever seen. <laughs> At no point in your rambling, incoherent movie were you even close to anything <laughs> that could be considered a rational thought. <laughs> Everyone in this room is now dumber for having seen this movie. I award you no stars. <laughs> and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. Oh, I like that, Jake. Yeah, you got Billy Madison in there. So, you got Ebert in there. So if I understood what you're saying, like a so nine, given given it a nine. Yeah, yeah, a nine. Huh? <laughs> Larry, um, exactly what Tuffy said. Two for Carrie Michelson. Yeah. This movie sucked the nut. 
It's not even funny. Like it's not even accidentally funny. There's nothing like uh, humorous about this movie, and it's not. It's not a drama though. It's a comedy, but it's not funny. And there's nothing to it. It's just so stupid. Yeah, at least get smart again. Kid... Like one out of every four jokes would hit, but this yeah. one just nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, I hear you. Um... I'll, I'll still give but you keep head. picking but, Gary uh, Coleman movies, and they keep getting worse, anyways. Yeah, they are getting worse. Well, I, think, dude. I think there's only one more we can watch because I don't think Playing with Fire is available anywhere. I believe Scout's Honor is on YouTube, so get ready at some point. Scout's Honor. Today, <laughs> I talked to my mom, and she's like, "What are you guys doing on that thing you do on Fridays?" And I'm like, "We're watching another fucking Gary Coleman movie." And she's like, "Why do you guys keep doing that?" And I'm like, "I don't." No, I'm like, he thinks it's fucking hilarious. So the guy that runs that YouTube channel must be must be weirded out that like every couple of weeks he'll get like four watches on his thing <laughs> and no no one the rest of the year. Uh, so uh and who was uh next week? Is it Tuffy again? Are you back to Tuffy? Uh, it's not me. I know that. Sure. Tuffy or Jank. Uh, I mean, I Tuffy, was, Tuffy was gone for a while, too, so. Yeah. Highlander. Now, well, I didn't Jank know we could pick good Rock. movies like The Rock, so, you know. Oh, okay. Rock. But if you're going to pick something, quote-unquote, good, at least make it something you've never seen before. Okay. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, I've always heard Con Air's awesome, but I've never watched it. Then, like, then that's fine. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to pick movies that Mike Dell has never seen, because apparently there's a lot. Oh, there's a ton. (laughs) (laughs) If Bob Denver wasn't in it, he probably hasn't seen it. (laughs) All right, next week it's Tuffy's Choice. Uh, what else is going on, Tuffy? You been watching anything else on the TV? Anything else uh, to report to the kids? No. Uh, Amazing Race started this week, but I haven't watched it yet. Anything like, uh, any twist on that season, like celebrities or just regular old folk? I think it's just regular old. Okay. But um, Archer's back. I'm watching Archer. Oh, still oh that, that's still one no. thing, huh? All right. Yeah. Uh, Fargo. New How is Fargo. that with Chris Rock? Good. Yeah. Is it is it one of the better seasons or? Yeah, I think it's good. Mm. I love Chris Rock. Um. Yeah. Otherwise, just uh, try to help Mike Dell get that new Oscar. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm. Uh, yeah, they released a zombie Oscar for WWE champion. At least she's only 800 charged, Duffy. Cause, you know, a lot of yeah, I got 450 them, so after I cleared really? out those bags what? and then I've went through the tours. Two, I've got like 200 and some. I can't even do the uh, hell mode tour because I don't have a striker. Like, I don't have... Yeah, same, part, same here. If you go to the store, you can get... In the store, there's these bags you can buy for 30,000 coins that have, uh, like, faction contest points, Killian Dane shards, oh, and Oscar okay. Cards. Yeah. Yeah, you can buy, like, what, 125 of them or something? Yeah. Oh, okay. They did did that with somebody else uh, a few times ago. I can't remember who it was. Beth Phoenix, maybe? 
Oh, yeah, it was Beth Phoenix, yes, it was. But I've been out of coins because uh, I've been getting locked out of the daily tour, the Dead Man tour, and I had no idea why. And then Tuffy just told me, well, just keep restarting the game, and eventually it opens up. Um, yeah. But I like, yeah. haven't been getting coins for like the last two weeks, so I'm tapped out on coins. But what I did was I went in, I beat one of the Royal Rumble Road Tours, like the main event uh, was Sting and uh, Lita, Hall of Famers. And if you beat that, you get yep. 1.5 million coins. So that came in handy. And uh, I mean, how did I, I still, that Um, I had to restart it once, so I spent three oh, that ain't bad. Yeah, but um, I I can still buy about fifty of those bags, but I just need more coins. But um, I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah tomorrow. So we'll they got see. like two yeah, million we'll... coins though. So. How many? Son of a bitch. Twenty-two million. Yikes. Oh I'm God. down. I'm down right now. I, I don't like being this low. I, I feel weird and naked. I'm I'm completely <laughs> tapped. I've got like a hundred thousand and that's it. So I got like anyway. six point seven million I think. Yeah, we gotta get <laughs> that zombie Oscar fellas. Let's go. Zombie Oscar. Yeah. I'll never, I'll I'm hoping I get points for like uh showdown tokens or whatever, but I hope it's not a zombie-only showdown, is it? Other, I'm screwed if it is. I don't think so, but it looks like it's a mixed match showdown. Well, that's fine. Oscar's gonna fuck people yeah. up. So. Yeah. All right. Um, Jank, what about you? Now, Are you watching anything? Well, hold oh, on, Larry. On. You had more champions. Yeah. Did you like? Did you try opening like a four-pack for cash? Yes, know, I did. Cash and w- yes, just I did. One four-pack. Or how many did you do? I I opened up about uh, I did about six pulls I think all told six pulls. Like so twenty four pulls? No 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 no, actual six individual pulls like. <laughs> okay okay you know, all right I see. Like I did all one right. four pack and two singles. I got and, you. And uh, right. I got I I got a bunch of Alexa Bliss, Naomi, mm-hmm. and Natalia shards. So I'm very Ooh. happy about that. <laughs> I did get. I, I, yeah, what about you, Tuffy? Did you do any pull? No, I'm low on game cash. Oh, I see. All right. Yeah, I, I was. I, I just had enough to do a four pack, so I did that, and I got nothing good. I did get like three star, uh, Wendy Richter's, whatever, whatever. But like, I she's really know. good. She's she really you. good. I got Paige. You should really use her. <laughs> she's better than got, Paige. I know, but pay, I already got Paige, like, with the Paige outfit, like, all th- all three moves start charged. Like, she's almost unbeatable. Uh, that's true. I forgot about the outfit. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, also, I got NHL 21. I downloaded that last night, so. It's, uh, yeah, I saw you retired with your Harlequin pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. So, I got to start over now, so my guy's not all, you know, I don't have fancy pants or anything yet. I only just played one game last night. Right out of the gate, Larry. My guy, level one, no like uh, additional bonuses or anything, like skill-wise or anything. Right out of the gate, a hat trick. That's just really? what I do, Larry. It's just what I do. Yeah. Now, what kind of jersey do you wear at level one? Is it just a plain? You still get well, for the, for the league I play, like the pickup league things, uh, everyone just wears basic, uh, either a grace hoodie or a white hoodie. Like, oh, you don't get to pick your top. Yeah, you can pick your pants and your stick and skates and helmet and all that stuff. But then if you play, like, three-on-three, 
or some other modes, you can pick your jersey and stuff too. But oh, I got <clears throat> for for the six on six stuff I do, you, you don't have a choice of jersey. Right. So, but uh, but it seems pretty good. The NHL '94 stuff won't be out till the end of the month. So let you download it then. That's um, so that'll be good. I was gonna get an Xbox this weekend. Oh yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, Xbox and new TV. Do it. Yeah, I should. PS4. PS4. Please. I really want the Xbox. I think. I don't know why. Why? I don't know. Because I used to have an Xbox. I feel loyal to the Xbox. Well, yeah. I guess if you're getting something new, you might as well just get the PS5, huh? Uh, well, on. God, like, I'm sure that'll be one of those things that, like, oh, we're sold out until eight months from now. <laughs> yeah. I don't imagine. Unless you probably pre-ordered months ago. Yeah, there's probably people that already paid for these things, like, two years ago. That's my guess. Not a, oh, the NHL 21, I'll update it. Uh, I'm excited for the NHL 94. I want to see what that's like, if it's actually like NHL 94 or if it's just... A cheap ripoff. We'll find out. Jank, uh, have you been watching anything? Uh, nothing new, really, no. Just been uh, prepping for our Mackey's Clubhouse palate cleanser episode. Palate so cleanser. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're we're recording a podcast tomorrow, Mike Dow. Jank and I, we're doing Scream. Ah! <laughs> so it's going to be awesome. And then... Uh, so then uh, that'll be ready for – we're taking a week off now. We get a week off. So you see what we do there, Mike, though. We plan ahead, and then we take a week off. <laughs> hmm. I, think I, I think I got a movie picked out. Already? Oh, Ooh. That was quick. Uh, vibes starring Cindy Lauper and Jeff Goldblum. All right. Vibes. <laughs> I saw this on Can Prime, we... I think. Cindy Lauper. Now, you guys don't get mad at me for picking Gary Coleman movies. Meanwhile, you pick every Jeff Goldblum movie available. <laughs> I picked Earth, Earth Girls Are Easy. That was me. And Transylvania 6 5000. Yeah. That was you as well. That was Larry as that well. Was, that was me, too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, man. I'm in. I like to <laughs> rotating I like, Jeff Goldblum. I like Andy yeah. yeah, I'm cool. I've never I'm even proud. heard of this movie, but it's on Prime, so. I've definitely Could heard of it. But I've never watched it. This was definitely on HBO back in the day when we were young, Mike Dell. Okay. I'm also yeah. intrigued because it had a budget of $18 million and a box office under $2 million, so. <laughs> is it? That's the mark is it of something quality. Like, is it something like she's psychic or like a psychic detective situation? Like They're psychic both psychics. Situation? Yeah. Uh, are they detectives? <laughs> They're trying to find the source of psychic energy, so I guess it's kind of a detective thing. Yeah, but all right. Hmm. All right, vibes. I'm, <laughs> I'm pumped. Yeah. Something without Gary Coleman in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is usually right. a step up. Uh, anything else to discuss? Um. I started, uh, Nick and I started watching that, uh, The Haunting of Bly Manor, which is like, the, I guess, the follow-up season to The Haunting of Hill House or whatever, and so, uh, yeah. we got into episode three, and I was like, are you into this? And she's like, fuck, no, I'm not into this. It's just, I'll tell you what it is, it's Downton Abbey, but then every once in a while you see something weird in in a pane of glass or a mirror, <laughs> and it's like, 
all right, well, whatever. But it's just a lot of drama, and it's just, I don't know, man. You know, by the, by the third episode, you got to do something big, and it's just, it's Yonsville. You guys, you guys should have watched Down on Abbey instead of Down on Abbey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, oh, let's, we could talk about the diet. we got to talk about fresh leaves. Oh, I got the, I got right, the I fresh leaves. Yeah, I got the fresh oh, leaves yeah. the other day. Um, so, yeah, I, I was down six pounds from last week. Six. Six pounds. Nice. But, uh, so the fresh leaves came on Wednesday. Um, and uh, we had, I had, uh, it was peppercorn steak. And so it comes in a tray, you know, it looks like a TV dinner. It's, you know, and I was thinking, like, I don't know, man, like, this is going to be puny. And the piece of steak you get, it's probably like, oh, I don't know, maybe two and a half, three inches wide, maybe like four or five inches long. And, uh, but it's about an inch thick, so it's, it's, it's it's much more deceptively filling than you would think. And so that, like, comes on a bed of mashed potatoes and, uh, like, a side of, like, you get uh, French-style green beans and carrots. So, and, uh, dude, it, it was really fucking good. Like, I, I really liked it. Oh. I, I was like, hmm, this tastes delicious. Oh. Like, it wasn't like, it wasn't like I got done eating it and I was like, oh, God, I can't eat another bite. It wasn't like that. But I also wasn't like, hmm, I'm going to go make a sandwich. I was like, all right, I'm good. <laughs> it was good. So, yeah, I liked it. And Nick had um, the buffalo chicken. And uh, <laughs> so here, here's what I did. Like when we ordered, like Nick hates vegetables. She won't eat them. So um, <laughs> she really doesn't like them. So the buffalo chicken, I'm like, oh, look, Nick, they got buffalo chicken. with, uh, You know, they got a side of mash with it. You, you into that? And she's like, all right, I'll try that one. So. She started eating it, and I'm like, how's the chicken? She's like, yeah, it's really good. I like it. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I'm like, How, how's the mash? You know, she's like, it's all right. And I was like, oh, it's not it's not great. And she's like, it's not great. And she's like, but I don't hate it or anything. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And I was like, uh, you know that's cauliflower you're eating. And she's like, what? I knew it was weird. I knew I didn't like it. And I'm like, well, why didn't you just say you didn't like it then? If, you know, and she's like, why didn't you tell me it was cauliflower? And I was like, I wanted to see if you would eat it or not, and you ate it. And now that you know it's cauliflower, she wouldn't eat it anymore after that. <laughs> so I ate it. It was good. I liked it. I never had mashed cauliflower before. Like it had like some kind of – it had like a little bit of turkey bacon in there and, you know, uh, some quote-unquote cheese. Because these are all kind of, you know, once again, like low-calorie oh, no. meals and stuff. So then today we had, um, they had like a, it's kind of like that KFC bowl where you get the fried chicken and the mashed potatoes and the corn and the gravy and the cheese and all that. It was like their version of it. Very filling. I didn't love it. It was okay. I'm not I'm not super huge on chicken. It was okay. Uh, we both had that tonight. So, um you know, Nick didn't love it either. He was all right. So we'll see. Tomorrow I'm probably going to have, or maybe Monday, I, I still got like a uh, like a mushroom steak in there, and then I got like barbecue steak in there. So I don't know, but the peppercorn steak, thumbs up. And then so Any next ketchup time. Steak? And no ketchup steak. No, no ketchup steak. <laughs> and next week, yeah, I, I got all new stuff. <laughs> Turkey steak. Yeah. How do you cook this? You cook in the you microwave. You just throw it in the microwave. Microwave three minutes or whatever. Boom, done. 
It's good. It's all like so it's all health, healthy foods, Mike. Though it's all veggies and brown rice pastas and a lot of squashes and butternut squash noodles and those kinds of things. Butternut. Yeah. Oh, I like it. That's pretty good. Yeah. So, Freshly. but last night I, I we had a pizza. And I drank six beers. So uh, diet, you know, <laughs> weigh-in day, weigh day is Thursday. So I weighed in Thursday morning, and then I like, I was like, oh, I'm down six pounds. I was like, we should get a pizza because I, you know, I was like five or six beers in. Jake knows because we were recording Mackie's Clubhouse last night. I had to piss so fucking bad. <laughs> so much pee. So. You know, if, if you want to lose weight, just cut out the booze, and you'll lose weight. Like, yeah, I, I really I didn't drink any <laughs> easier said than done. Yesterday and then <laughs> Sunday, Sunday. Well, I like to I like to have like some beers while I'm watching the football games. I didn't think you watch football anymore. Yeah, I, I put it on. There's nothing else on. I, you know, so you know, I, I just watch the Steelers, whoever's the one o'clock game usually, and that's about it. The Steelers. Hey, Le'Veon Bell got cut from the Jets. Did you see that? Yeah, I think he signed with the Chiefs. Yep. Uh, yep. Man. Good for them, I guess. guess. Yeah, it's good for him getting out of the Jets, but uh, he really fucked up his career not just staying in Pittsburgh, right? I mean, him sitting out that year, win. I think he thought, like, oh, I, I'm going to fucking – I'm an innovator here. I'm changing the game. But then, like, you really just <laughs> hurt yourself because, like, he, he was never the same guy since. He lost a lot of money. Um, yeah. But I mean, he could win a Super Bowl with Kansas City, though, so it could all work out. You never know. Yeah, but I don't think he doesn't seem like the kind of guy who gives a fuck about winning a Super Bowl. <laughs> he wants that money. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, Is that it? I think. I think. Oh, I I got a letter. Uh, they're asking to buy my car again. Oh, the Honda dealership. They, they <laughs> yeah. Buy my car. <laughs> yeah. They said they can put me in a new 220, uh, you know, uh, Honda Civic, whatever, um, for like 40 bucks less a month, and they'll lower the APR and my interest by 1.5%. And I'll be like, well, but I'll still be paying another, you know, six years or whatever. So, I know, but you got a new car then. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got that smell again. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably so uh, that. Tell them you want it in whatever that <laughs> color is you have now, whatever color that is. They they, don't, you, you, yeah, that's the thing. I don't think they make that color anymore, and I love yeah. the color. Cosmic blue. Mm. I'll we'll probably have to gray. But um, yeah. I don't know. Do it. Jank, is my accountant, is there any benefit to me doing this? It's probably not the best. No. Either. No, I can't yeah. see any good reason. I don't know, man. Yeah. Tuffy, as his lawyer, yeah. you would advise <laughs> You would advise him to go ahead and upgrade, right? No. Status is everything. <laughs> Status is everything around here. Hey, listen, he's saving forty bucks a month in a tight in a tight economy right now. I could I could <laughs> turn that forty bucks into some Naomi and Alexa Bliss yards. Yeah, you know, it's forty like bucks that. a month for six years when you could be done paying for your car in like two years, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Are you, is, is that paid off or no? In about two years, yeah. Oh, okay. You still have like two years. All right. Huh. All right. Yeah, instead of you paying like an extra couple hundred bucks for an extra like four years. 
I say you go for it, man. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't drive when he has. What's the point? In that case, you might as well just lease a car. That is true. Yeah. You should lease Mike Dell. For the amount yeah. of miles you put on, like you every three lease. years. He should. You should just. You should just keep owning your car for like fifteen years because it's not yeah. gonna have any problems. Yeah. But yeah. next time, if if you ever like thirty two years from now, get go lease. <laughs> it's much cheaper right. for the amount of miles get, you put on it. I'll get one of those space cars. If you keep the car after you pay no. it off. But he can't drive that for thirty years. The way I drive, he it. might still when he drives it could. Yeah. Oh, that's true. A Honda yeah, Civic, that's, that's a reliable car. That is true. Four thousand miles on it. Puts about 82 miles a year on it, so yeah, I guess <laughs> yeah. I, I could see him having it for 30. Yeah, well, now that he's now that he's looked at a map, he might actually drive somewhere. I doubt that. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> no, you never know. <laughs> Did you know that Ohio? Ohio is right next to us, Larry. Right next to us. Yeah. <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've been to Ohio many a times. Yeah. So if I was by accident, I was driving somewhere. <laughs> Uh, this was like a couple. This was several years ago before the car, my new car. But uh, I was driving, and I was like, "This is taking a long time to get there." And here I, and it says, "Welcome to Ohio." Like, yep, I missed something. <laughs> yeah, that was one thing I was gonna say. Is you said Windsor's only four hours away, but that means it's like a three-day trip for Mike Dell to find it. That is true. Yeah, <laughs> I hear you. You're gonna be in Mexico before you end up in Windsor. <laughs> That that Lake Erie is really big. It's like a great <laughs> lake. That Lake Erie. Yeah, it is enormous. Yeah, it is. It is great. And like Windsor's right on the other side of it. How about that. Let's go over there. Boom. So, all right. <laughs> well, I think that's everything. You guys can drive to so, Chicago. Come visit us. <sighs> Seems like a lot of work. <laughs> I'm scared of Chicago. I'm not ready for that. <laughs> Stop yeah, by Michigan true. Frank on the way and hit a massage parlor. No, I still have not talked. I have not spoken to Michigan Frank in months. I don't know. He's like gone AWOL. I haven't heard from him. So. Mm. He's probably got some Uber riders in his basement right now. He probably does. <laughs> <laughs> probably does. What's so. going on uh, WWE-wise, Mike Dell, that we should know about? Uh, well, Hell in a Cell is coming up, and uh-huh. Bailey and Sasha, that should be the main event, Hell in a Cell. Uh, or, I don't know, Roman Reigns might be the tribal chief, might be main eventing, I don't know. With Goldberg? Still... Uh, no, Jey Uso still is going to fight Jay again. Because oh, uh, Goldberg was supposed to be on SmackDown or something tonight. Uh, I don't know. He's very well, interested like... in this title matchup or something he posted. And I'm like, All right, Goldberg, he is crazy. Well, tonight's like the season premiere, so Roman's having a title bout with uh, Braun Strowman tonight. What makes tonight the season premiere? Like, how's it going to be different from last week? Well, it's just like I don't know. I think it's just a TV scheduling thing. Yeah. So they had like the New Day uh, fought uh, the Bar plus Shinsuke. Oh, the Bar's back together? No, it was no, because like, it's the first. The, basically, everybody's just on SmackDown tonight. I think. Because it's the first night after the draft. Yeah, Sheamus is This was like Raw. the New Day's last match. Kevin Owens went to SmackDown. Him and Sami Zayn are going to be on SmackDown together. Oh, that's um, pretty good. But Sheamus is going to Raw. And the New Day, Xavier Woods and Kofi are going to Raw. 
by Big E staying on SmackDown. Uh oh. Yeah. Now are they still gonna have that then, stupid ass rule where every week eight guys no. from the other show <laughs> they, can come on and just do what they want. They, they kind of got rid of that rule. But um, over on Raw, Oscar will be defending her title on Monday against Lana. Monday. Ew. Lana. Yikes. <laughs> now, Tuffy, yeah. is it right that I'm I'm terrified <laughs> that they're going to actually put the belt on Lana? <laughs> There's no way that's going to happen. I could see them doing something weird, like Charlotte comes down or something and, like, interferes and costs Oscar the belt, and they put the belt on Lana. I, like, I could, as long as it makes sense for a storyline, I'm fine with it. But, like, if they just have her lose to Lana and then you don't hear from Oscar for two months, I'll be irate. <laughs> Maybe Oscar wants a yeah, break. I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. Just to make more videos of herself sitting in gaming chairs. I don't know what the hell's going on <laughs> yeah. on the channel. Making pizzas. She, assembled, she made the chair herself. She assembled it herself. Very yeah. exhausting. Um, she made a pizza. Did you watch that one? Yeah, she, she did. Make, she did make a pizza. Yeah, she loaded it up with mushrooms and uh, what else? Some sort uh, of I a lump. I was like, I don't, well, I don't understand <laughs> why we're watching this. <laughs> uh, what else on Raw? Oh, here's Tuffy. Here's what I didn't like about the the draft is always terrible. They never do it properly. It's it's just yeah. a reorganization, not really a draft. But um, so they they send Seth Rollins to SmackDown, and I'm like, oh, well, that's pretty cool. Like he'll get to start fresh over there. But then they send Rey Mysterio and Dominic over there too. So you're just gonna get the same bullshit over there that we were getting on Raw. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. separate them. Yeah, you would think. I'll tell you what, though. Like I saw something the other day where like uh, Ray Mysterio's daughter showed up, and I was like, all right, yeah, she, back into the Mysterio clan. Huh? Yeah, yeah. She's it boxing. was also uh, it was also kind of dumb where like Raw drafted the SmackDown tag champions, and then SmackDown yeah. drafted the Raw champions, so they just traded belts. It's like you can't make yeah, a story out of that. They should have unified the titles because there's not enough good tag teams to do two divisions. They should have just, you know, had them fight for unified the belts, but whatever. Yeah. So the Street Profits are a tag team champion, right? Yeah. In SmackDown now. Bianca Belair and the Street Profits both went to SmackDown. They like uh, to keep the, the married people together. So, yeah. Who's the other tag team champion? Kofi and Xavier. Yeah, wow. without Big E. How about that? Okay. That's all right. But, yeah, Helen in the Cell is the next one. Oh, uh, NXT has Halloween Havoc coming up, Larry, and uh, Shotzi Blackheart is your host. So you might want to check that out. Yeah. Shotzi. <laughs> oh, and Tuffy, uh, Rhea Ripley versus Raquel Gonzalez at Halloween Havoc. Two meaty women slapping meat. I'm very excited for that. <laughs> 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 Uh, very excited. <laughs> uh, some weird stuff. I love them both. Is that just, was that like a leftover category from one of your trivia questions? <laughs> no, no. We talked about this before on the show. That was Big E. Big E said when he was a kid he liked seeing the big meaty men slapping meat. He's like, I don't like the big five star matches and the flips and the jumps. I like the meaty men slapping meat. So not like you always say, uh, Rhea Ripley and uh, Raquel Gonzalez. That's two meaty women slapping meat. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. 
<laughs> it's also one of the obscure porn categories Mike Dell researched for his <laughs> trivia. <laughs> Oh, big fans of Ripley and Megan Gonzalez. That was great. So, ready for that? Um, it's all the wrestling news. All right. That's exciting. All right, so next week, uh, Vibes. 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 Cindy Lauper. Maybe Mike Kelsey. Jeopardy, right? Yeah, Larry. So so you made the game, Larry? You have all the questions written up and everything? Yes. Oh. Yep. Six categories. Yeah, I was going to ask for like a teaser on the categories, but maybe that would be cheating because then I'd be studying. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> but well, he's going to have to redo one of them because now a category is going to be meaty women slapping meat. <laughs> slapping meat. <laughs> meaty women meat. slapping meat. Slapping yeah, <laughs> meat. Slapping meat. <laughs> Who is slapping Delta meat. Burke? Oh. <laughs> She wasn't always mean. She used to be thin. Yeah, Delta Burke was smoking hot. Remember that football show, Larry? First and oh, ten. First and ten. Oh, she was so yeah. hot on there. Yeah, go back and look at her there. The yeah, she was thin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was. She was fit. <laughs> Before she was uh, slapping me. Who knew? Slapping like Nail, Nail Carter versus Delta Burke. Slapping meat. Like too big. That's, that's a lot of meat. That is too much meat. That's weird. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna uh, go watch yeah. something. Big... Yeah. I gotta get a watch. Big meaty women slapping meat. Uh, I gotta right. go. <laughs> Is that tonight the takeover or whatever? No. Halloween havoc. No, but I'll just watch some YouTube's. You know, catch up on it. All right. Yeah. All right. You, can, you can watch Harry Potter on the yeah. Peacock. <laughs> on Peacock. <laughs> no, no big meaty women in there. No, you don't know that. Hagrid's kind of large. He's a lady. He's a big troll, I think. (laughs) Oh, by the way, Tuffy, uh, the whale says hi. Hi. All right. Are you his attorney as well, Tuffy? Huh? Are you the whale's attorney? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Pro bono. I don't know if I'm... I don't know if I'm licensed for overseas law, but <laughs> or aquatic law. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> All right. So yeah, like next week. Bye. Uh, and then Mike Dell trivia. Uh, yeah, we gotta thank GI Joe Lee tonight, Mike Dell. Yeah, comicbooksyndicate.com. Now is she part of part of this? Is she? A cast member on Here Comes the Spider cast? She seems or to be a, she... more of a regular on there than. Uh, okay. Like she's been on Flea Market Fantasy about six times, I think. But uh, I think on Spider Cast, she's. That sounds about right. More regularly. So. Well, how many Flea Market Fantasies are there now? About 60. Oh, so she, she rolls in about 10% of the time then? <laughs> yeah, every. Once every couple of weeks. Every three, six weeks or so, tops up. So, all right. Uh, That's good. So, all right. And then, uh, so we find her at the Comic Book Syndicate. Uh, I don't know. Is it at Comic Syndicate on Twitter? Is it? Yeah, I think just at Comic Syndicate. Okay. No book so You can find, find her there. And then 
You know, she's on Facebook, but don't don't friend her. She doesn't want to be your friend. <laughs> you can hear it in her voice. She's not interested in you. Yeah. All right, and then uh, thanks to Jank, original Janksters, huh, Jank? You and Pete? <laughs> yeah, someday. The Janks one day again. It's still, uh, still that a gleam up. in my eye that someday it'll happen again. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and like I said, uh, we got the Mackey's Clubhouse. That's still every Monday and Wednesday a new episode comes out. We well, did, next oh. week we got the one episode on Wednesday to close out season three, and then the week after that will be the Scream episode. Yeah, right around Halloween time. We're going to talk about Scream. Yeah, a couple days before. Yeah. Perfectly oh, uh, timed. You, sh- you, should hear, uh, you should hear the finale, Mike Dell. Uh, Jank and I do a dramatic reading at the end. <laughs> Oh, very good. Yeah, we we do a dramatic reenactment of one of the scenes, and we we don't even giggle or nothing. We got real serious <laughs> about it. Wow. Larry's uh-huh. accent was pretty killer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so yeah, there's that, and then uh, Tuffy, you got your obedient worker podcast once, right? Yeah, we still haven't done. Yeah, that what are we doing, Mike Dell? Pick a day. Very busy, Tuffy. Very busy. Very busy. Right. <laughs> well, there's that. I'm wide that. open, so. Never a clock. Right. And then uh, thanks to Freshly. How come Freshly doesn't sponsor this podcast, Mike Dell? I'm up here talking up Reach Freshly. out to him. Reach out yeah, to him, Larry. I'm like, hey, listen, uh, I've been plugging you to at least four or five people, one, man. One peppercorn steak <laughs> a week. Yeah, yeah, they could throw a peppercorn steak in there. It tastes delicious. It's not like typical TV dinner steak. Like it's a, it's an actual steak. You need a knife to cut it and stuff. You can't just cut it with a fork. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's good. Sweet. All right, so uh, there's all that, and then uh, flea market fantasy that comes out every Wednesday, I think, or maybe it's Tuesday. Every Tuesday. Every okay, Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for being a listener. Every Tuesday. You are welcome. Why well, listen on Wednesdays, though? I want to make sure it all uploaded right and everything, all the glitches are out of it. And then I get it Wednesday before I go to work. Like I'm there on one. Tuesdays for all the bugs. I like I liked yeah. the one about Morbius the best. That was my favorite one. Uh, we, we never did one about Morbius. Uh, but there is a Tomb of Dracula one up right now. Next week, it's Marvel Team Up with Spider-Man and Deathlock. Who's Spider-Man Deathlock? Deathlock? Well, you need to tune in and find out. Well, I'm going to on Wednesday. All right. All right. So uh, there's that. And then the obedient worker. That'll never happen again. But you can look for it. And then uh, at LCS Hockey 19, if you want to follow Mike Dell on Twitter. 1921. Oh, there you go. There's a 2 1 at the end. And then, uh, you know, if you like Oscar. All right. Anyways, pass the gin, Governor.
life sucks, and then you die. Shut up. Thank you very much.